Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate you jumping in for what we do. Of course, we're live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central Time, and of course, all the time. You can catch all of our original content right there on the website. We appreciate, are grateful for stars that you send, for any donations that you send. And of course, you can share the show, like the show, and give us ideas for the show. If there's guests that you'd like to see, people that we may be missing, you let us know. We're all about the news, the news headlines, the politics, society, business, and of course, at the heart of everything we do is cancel culture education. And coming up at 8.30, we're going to talk with Mark Joe. You will not want to miss this interview. He has a, what I will call a successful coffee shop in St. Louis. While other people running from St. Louis businesses, he ran to it. Started up a business shop. It's a very successful shop. Then he decides to make a post about traditional values. And he says the transgender community attacked him for it. You'll see the post. You're going to hear from him. He'll join us live. We'll tell you all about how you can support Omen Coffee. And I think he'll blow you away. Can't wait for that interview. Coming up at 9, our friend Curtis uh, Barks going to join us to talk a little bit about complete auto body and repair they have six locations across the st louis area it's the best place to work if you're a technician climate controlled facilities you're not going to find it anywhere else they pay a lot of money to do that they need technicians you're not going to be paid better anywhere as well you can contact completeab.com completeab.com if you know somebody who's a technician as well let them know all about that we've also got tabitha putting a lot of effort and time into the wagner group you probably have no idea what the hell i'm talking about but they are so important when it comes to the cog in the wheel when it comes to bricks. That's right. We try to be one step ahead of everybody else around here, and it takes a lot of education. It takes a lot of time. That's what Tabitha does so well. She's going to talk about that. We've got major issues in Sudan with Americans we're going to get into, and to top it all off, Anheuser-Busch, just put it this way, they fired the former female. She took a, quote, leave of absence, but they replaced her just like that with two execs. AB says, we're tired of losing billions of dollars. We're going to get stuff straight. They're getting back on the right track. I can't wait to see what happens there. All right, before we get into everything, I'm Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle. Uh, Eric Johnson's on his way in. Um, we got rid of Scotty Gherkin. Yeah, but he's still here. He's still here. And, of course, Pro Joe on the boards today. Uh, we're going to give you a look at our advertisers, our partners, and we'll come back with the show. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. Please like it and subscribe to all of our platforms. Back in two minutes. You've waited, you've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new Lifestyle Collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carol House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carol House, because you like nice things. Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect 
expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome back into the show. Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Eric Johnson on his way in. Uh, Lizzie Sparks taking care of our chat line. We're working on our other laptop to get her in. I got the laptop here. Now we got to get the cords to everything. <laughs> so we'll get Lizzie in here. We'll get her back in the studio for when she can do that. She said she took her car to complete auto body repair yesterday. She says she was, quote, very pleased. That's completeab.com. Complete AB. Com. All right, guys, it is Monday. It is April 24th. We're ready to get started. But before we do, we had a long weekend. I did. I had a long Friday night. I had a long Friday. <laughs> I, I yes, had to, you did. I had to sleep all day Saturday. <laughs> I got sick as a dog on Saturday. Then, you know, I had a long day yesterday. Oh. What did you do yesterday? Oh, same thing. Or should I, did. I not ask? The same thing I did Friday. It's your birthday month. That's okay. I, I, it, I, you're excused away from yeah, it. Yeah, I drank with friends again. Good yesterday. for you. Anyway, it was fun. Uh, by the way, special thing. And I just saw a name, Gordon. Gordon uh, brought to the party Friday night. We'll show you some pics in a second. He brought me some um, um, pecan praline um, whiskey. That, I've tried that before. That is some good stuff. It is like the best stuff I've ever and had. And soon it will be in the, our Carol House Lounge, I hope. <laughs> How dare you. Hey, guys, thanks for jumping into the show. Thank you for liking, uh, sharing, subscribing. We told you everything we have coming up. You will not want to miss Mark Joe. It's about what we do here, cancel culture education. Uh, coffee owner, it'll be a chance for you guys to support him as well uh, once you hear his story. Uh, Todd said, too much Miller Light, Vic. Well, yeah. Hey, special thanks to... Um, <laughs> Um, Winties, by the way, in the yes. Chesterfield Valley uh, for hosting uh, a birthday party celebration Friday night that I had. Um, and as a matter of fact, we had some pictures somehow, some way, Tabitha. We're going to pop those up. Joe will give us um, a few seconds with each picture. That's pro Joe. Um, he's trying to take care of those things. He's going to pop those up. Just let me know, Joe, when you pop up some of the pictures and I'll explain. 
Um, I was there at least, what, six and a half hours Friday night. Mm -hmm. I was grateful. So many people showed up. Um, some people couldn't Great get turnout. there. We all know how those parties can be. Um, so we do that. Hey, Joe, do you need Tabitha to show the pictures? Oh, yeah. Okay. Scotty's going to go in there and help him out in just a second. Scotty, you've been summoned <laughs> by your student. Um, so what we, that, and it was great to see everybody there. Uh, long night. Really good turnout. Somehow, some way, you and I did not take a picture together. I was tired and hiding in the back corner <laughs> because on Fridays, I have worked five 20 hour days, and by then, there's no energy left. <laughs> five 20 hour days. Um, but here are some pictures uh, from the night um, as we do. That was Megan putting on the party. Thank you so much, Megan, for putting on the party. She did a fantastic job. Um, Winties, uh, by the way, you guys did a massively incredible job. The staff did very well. Um, as we And you can move through the pictures, uh, Joe, uh, from the night. And, you know, there were some listeners showed up. We were glad to see them. I know Cindy showed up. Uh, just a, a, a terrific support yeah. of people that came through. It was good. Oh, there's Eric Johnson and our man uh, Ty Dennis showed up from Clippers and Cops. Uh, it was good to see him as well. Um, we had, you know, and Ma Dr. Mahesh Bagway, uh, one of our advertisers on the show, too. So great to see people who continue to come out. Um, the other thing that we had that night, as we continue to show you all those pictures, um, is just a lot of people talking about cancel this and great. And there's Pete Ferretti, owner at Circle Seven, another amazing place uh, in the St. Louis area. Pete has two spots. He's coming up on his, uh, I think it's his ten or five year anniversary already of his Depair location. I, you know, Pete and his wife are such wonderful people. I'm Pete so glad. And Tanya. Oh yeah, we had the opportunity to talk it's, to them. It's it's one of my favorite places too. Yeah, we go. There. I love Circle Seven. My kids and I go there quite a bit. Um, I was just I spent like three four days there watching the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. I think they still have corn fritters. Yeah, they do. They're one of my favorites. Mine so, too. As you see, we just had a lot. Steve and Kathy held big strict. Mm -hmm. They they were there for a while. It was great. To, I got to catch up with them. To great see people. them as well. The other thing is, we show you the pictures too. Um, they. They have an amazing patio at Wendy's. I now. love Wendy's. They have that tent. And love it. The sides, because it was windy. It got a little chilly, so yeah. we had the sides down. And then when you pull the sides down, um, Glenn Thompson, a listener, a good friend of mine, he and love his wife, Glenn. Joe, um, they had showed up Wonderful as well. Wonderful um, Good for <laughs> Todd Press, the singer, uh, his wife, uh, uh, Elena there as well. So basically, it was great catching up with people, talking and sharing about what canceled the show uh, is all about too. Most people have an idea already of what's going on. Now we need to get all of your friends to actually listen to the show. Oh yeah, I told them I was like, you have to like, you have we, to subscribe. We share. have to get them. We we have to bombard them with our show information. I, yeah, we're trying. We're, we're we're trying. It's one of those things. People are still learning. Uh, they're Scotty. There's Scotty and our friend Bobby Taylor as well. Um, we'll have we'll tell you a story about what Scotty's doing in just a second to help Bobby. He beat cancer once already. Oh, and I had no idea. He's one of the toughest dudes around, one of the greatest guys that you're going to meet. Um, we'll, we'll see if Scotty has, Scotty's trying to help him with his business as well. Oh, as I love to hear that. Business as well. So we'll try to get Scotty on here so he can talk about what he's doing. Scotty, we can leave that picture up and then tell us what you're doing with your company to help Bobby. Um, so Bobby wanted to do the RSO treatment, which is called the Rick, Rick Simpson oil. It's a cannabis treatment that has been uh, known to kill cancer cells. And it's, it's quite an expensive treatment because it takes a pound of cannabis to um, basically um, do a chemical 
cleanse, a wash, like an alcohol wash of all the oils, and then you burn the, the alcohol off, and then that oil, like it's a pea-sized drop, and you do it like three times a day. It's highly potent, but um, has been known to kill cancer cells and has worked on many people. So Many people. Uh, we I imagine that's process- pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah, we were looking it up, and it, it looked like it was going to be about $4,200 for the whole the whole process. And let me guess, are you doing this for free? <clears throat> yes, we are. Of course, Scotty Gherkin. That's, well, you know you, what? Good things happen to good people, and that's why so many good things are happening. And uh, and Topher uh, from Diamond Music Hall. Yeah. Um, Topher, and then go, uh, we, ha- we had a buddy of ours who's a cultivator and has patience and stuff and actually donated a pound of cannabis to be able to get, to get the material that we needed to make the, the treatment for him. It, That's it's so just all around really cool. And is then, it an oil that you're making? Yes, it's yeah. an oil. It comes in a syringe and it's like a pea-sized drop yeah. that you put like on a cracker and, and eat it. And then uh, um, they're also doing a big benefit at Diamond Music Hall. I, I believe it's May 21st for Bobby for his treatments and stuff. Yeah, we'll keep it posted. We will have to keep that. Bobby yeah. and his wife. He's such a great guy. Yeah. I only got to talk to him for like a second as I was leaving. Bobby's in he the middle there. Nice. He is second from left to right next between Eric and myself. I have high hopes for him. He's in great shape. Yeah, you is. know what I mean? Like he, Dude, he just he could do calendars right now, man. <laughs> guy has an eight. It's insane how cut he is out all over the place. <laughs> he seemed very nice. Uh, we'll continue to show you some of the pictures as well from the night. So uh, again, we're, we're just grateful for everybody that had a chance to come out. It was a great, it's a celebrate. good group of people. It was a such a good great group people. of people. Joe, you, have, you can continue to show the pictures, buddy. When you, you get a have a, such a good group of, of friends who are so oh, there's dedicated Emily, to you. Emily Emily Swift Barrick. Oh, she yeah. owns uh, that's Curtis's wife. She owns a very successful state farm uh, agency in the St. Charles County area as well. Um, so it was it was great to talk to people. And then they said, yes, they'll try to listen as you Absolutely. and I were talking about. You can continue on, Joe, as we go through, buddy. Um, just a fun, fun, fun night. Marla and Ben Kahn, the owners of Wendy's, are the nicest There's Scotty, Kevin in the background the there, Kevin Malutnik. See, look, there's me. You can kind of see. Oh, Tabitha there. is in a picture. I'm kind of back. You and I did take a picture. <laughs> I don't know where it is or what it was, but... But I'm glad it's not not on here. <laughs> as as we continue to roll through the picture, Scotty, what's the name of the treatment again to help go against cancer? And you RSO. Can... It's Rick Simpson oil, and Rick, they have a recipe you can continue, on the site. Continue, Joe, to show the pictures. RSO. Yep, and they have a recipe on the site. If you look up Rick Simpson oil, that you can find all. Lizzie that Sparks and her husband David. There they are, as well as good. And we're going to get also Lizzie back in the studio once we get our laptop up and running. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that as well. Um, j- just a whole lot of fun as we talked about. The other thing too, and there's Ben. That's Ben Kahn. Ben, ben is the, just the Ben. Best. Yeah, Ben is on the right there. Um, thanks again, Ben. And um, it's ironic too because I love Ben and I hope he doesn't get upset with me for saying this, but he's been a massive part of getting the show under well underway with uh, the business plan. And he and we joke about it because he says, you know what. <laughs> You have to get a liberal Jewish man to help get you go. Help get a conservative. Show I'm not off. sure how liberal he is. I'm not sure how liberal. Well, that he's is. he's not conservative. I he can may tell not you be that conservative, much. but you know what he does? He has common sense. No, he does. And when you when it comes to common sense, it doesn't matter if you're a liberal or a conservative. Common sense will always rule. There's your friend Shelley Cope. Oh, I Jim. love Shelly. Um, so, Ben, uh, special shout out. And that's why we're taking time on the podcast. There's today. Marla. And that's Marla as well. Just great people in the St. Louis. They're New Yorkers. Really good people. They're New Yorkers who uh, came to St. Louis. Uh, and there's that. Ashley Milan. We'll have some more with her. She was the first person to actually rent this studio. So sweet. Ashley um, is So you'll so see sweet. some more from Ashley coming up. Um, and Lizzie's trying to help get her going with some things as well. But the, the reason we want to do that too... 
these people all support cancel this and cancel this show.com. And so we're grateful for everybody um, that showed up and it was uh, just a, an amazing night as we continue to show you a few more pictures there that we had from the night. So um, anyway, that's Bobby and his wife, Jamie, Eric's in there. I'm in there, Marla and Scotty, Scotty's little head. You see there in the back mm -hmm. middle <laughs> in that <laughs> little <head>? yeah. <laughs> for the first time you've been, you've been told you have a little pea head right there in Aww. the picture, but, um, those are the kind of nights that take that journey. I think this is the last one. Um, great to see my friend. Al James. Ade. Al James with Pixie Dust Seasoning. You can go to our website, canceltheshow.com. That's Al on the far left, who I've got my hand on. Al is uh, ju just a terrific entrepreneur. You can go to our website and purchase his Pixie Dust. Um, you've seen other people in the pictures. My friend Ade got back into town on the far right. Uh, people say, damn, is he an NFL player? I was like, no. <laughs> he was a big guy. He said, Vic, he's, he's a genius. He said, I had no coordination, no hands. He said, the coaches saw me. They're like, look at me. I'm a big black guy that's fast. And he's like, I could not play the American game of football. So <laughs> anyway, just a terrific, terrific night through there. So Joe, thank you for going through those pictures and everybody. Thank you for um, coming out and, and dealing with us as we showed you all those pictures and somehow some way Tabitha and I did not take a picture. I think we did. I think Eric's still recovering. Eric may never be seen again. <laughs> Who knows what happened to him? Uh, so anyway, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I Yeah, Vic looks so young. Um, I, I'll say it because I'm having to get used to this number. Yeah, I'm 50, okay? I'm 50. I'm dealing with it. Thank you. I'm trying to age gracefully. Thank you to Tasha. Tasha Freund at Aesthetica Med Spa in the Lake St. Louis area. Yeah, she's helped me out a little bit. Let's just We all need that. a little help back. <laughs> I've never been afraid to say that, that's for sure. Although I did have several people say, Hey, um, you know, how about that gray hair, man? I didn't think my hair was that gray, but it's coming. It is. I know. You look good though. It's coming. I didn't notice it's that. Coming. I thought it was you blonde. Look good. <laughs> Stop fishing for compliments. Go ahead. Come on. Come on. I'll take an Eric line. Eric Johnson. Eric's always like, come on. Yeah, tell yeah. me all about it. Tell me all about it. Yes, fifty is the new thirty. No, That's what I'm gonna go it. with. Uh, Eric, thanks for showing up the other night, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks for You know, there are some parties that you get invited to. You're like, man, how am I going to make an excuse to watch MASH tonight? Not <laughs> that was not one of those parties. That was a who's who of who's who. And the reason Tabitha is not on camera is because she loses her reflection after. after oh. the <laughs> Funny. I was sleeping at the table in the corner. I'm teasing. Tabitha was just socializing like a bitch. Me? No, I was just Friday sitting night. at a she table. Was... I was so tired. I couldn't even function. I mean, have you ever been that tired where you're just so tired? Then why you show can't up? can't even function. Then why show because up? Because I want to show up and support Vic and Take, support Wenties. Get a second win. I wanted to see everyone. Get yourself a nice well, Miller Lite. I had to get up and work at 7 a.m. You so did? Don't make excuses. I drank some nice uh, yeah. unsweetened tea. It was fantastic. Took that a little nap that was a lot of fun. I hate it. I had so much fun. I'm, I'm literally like the last guy leaving. I'm like, I'm going to be the first. I'm going to be the last guy here. I'm going to be the first one out. And I ended up, I pretty much closed the place down. I think I left I, just right before you did. Yeah, I think you did. But good for you. Though. I yeah. that, that was That's fun. when you know it's a good time, by the way. But yeah. I also That's wanted, when you know it's a good time. And it's all about this for local businesses as well. I was talking about Circle 7 and Pete Ferretti. Yes. Uh, and, and, the best. And, and check it out if you haven't. It's just, they're two fantastic restaurants. But Wenty's uh, the other night had, uh, I think it was the second all time grossing money, too. 
And so, and when yeah. you pack all those people in, sometimes you have to wait to get a drink. So they came within, yeah. I believe, $2,000 of their highest grossing night ever. I well, love You know, with, with great success comes great responsibility. If you know there's going to be that many people there, go get yourself a big old, you know, when you go to a bar and they a have that tub, they have that tub of beer and you have, you have more servers and you have more access to the bar because you're just going to frustrate people. I was talking to them. I said, you know, this is eerily becoming the new Harry's of West County. If you want, if you know anything about St. Louis, you know what I'm talking. Am I lying? Well, they're open late. Yeah. And uh, they're, you know, it's, it's. A good place for people from yeah, it's it's a middle point, a lot of Wildwood, yeah. Chesterfield, and then and, and with that Ball new always a good group there, that new studio that's opening up across the street. Gateway My studio. God, yeah, Eric, they're going to need a new venue. Let's just not talk about it anymore because I want it to be our own little secret. No, it's not no. going. That's no. never going to happen. Sorry, it's no. growing. I uh, absolutely love. I yeah. love Wendy's. Mm. As a matter of fact, since I I very rarely go out these days, yeah. it's about the only place I go. Yeah. Um, also, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Trisha Yedke. You guys will see her name on, on our follow list. I ran into Trisha at Top Golf yesterday. Oh, Did nice. you really? Her and her family were out. I'm walking by and they're like, Vic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so I turn around and sure enough, so I had a chance to meet Trisha. Good. Um, at one point, she gave us a donation at one point in time too. She did. To try to help yes, the show. We were grateful for donation. that. A good donation. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. It was great to meet Trisha. Her and her husband have been so supportive of us, of the show. They came out to our night when we, our kickoff party, and they also own a business here in St. I also, something you guys were talking about earlier before we get to the real news. Yeah, coming up in about five minutes, we're going to talk with Mark Joe, um, the, the transgender community is trying to cancel his coffee shop while he is a successful businessman, wants to stay in downtown St. Louis on Washington. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. No, he no. They're trying to cancel him. Well, that's fine. Come on out here, St. Charles. Oh yeah, <laughs> come well, on out here. You can tell him. I will. We're going to talk to him about five. I will. I, I I am going to be. I'm going to make a fortune. By the way, before I get to my other point, I'm going to become a business consultant. How to cancel the cancelers? And I'm going to make. I'm going to charge five thousand dollars an hour, and people will pay me because I know what I'm talking about. First step: find a place. <laughs> what in show a, is that on? That's going to be on my own show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but. I think we need to do an entire show. Fascinating topic you guys brought up. An entire show of how to beat cancer without going to SSM or to Barnes Jewish. Yes. Because I'm telling you what, there are parts of this world that do not stick toxic chemicals in your vein to kill cancer. And they're doing a pretty darn good job of doing that using natural remedies such as this RSO stuff that Scotty was talking about. Holy crap. We what about do- the I word? What about well, carrots? You know, there are people who have who have cured their cancer, even in stage four cancer, by juicing several well, pounds of carrots a day. People use the I word to, to I, cure certain types I, of cancer. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I know is the videos I watch mm-hmm. and some of the sources that I'm seeing and how some of the things that they're doing are, ca- are targeting specific types of cancer, not just general cancers. Uh, it, it, and a I'm lot of fascinated. people believe that it's a parasite and not actually, yeah. uh, you know, d- there's a lot of people who think different things, but a lot of people believe, as in fact, I was just reading over the weekend that multiple sclerosis is now, some scientists believe, actually a parasitic 
damn infestation and not actually a disease so many things in this world are parasites we we call them illnesses but they're actually yeah. parasites and, and big business isn't going to educate and of us course on they're it. not no they're not of course they're not no. i was just reading that the i word they're starting to do trials see there's and deep, potentially getting the thing rid of about it is is this and this is where i want to go and i don't want to get suicided or nothing like that but please don't I, I want i would like i think there's a like there's a deep state that's coming out of the united states there's a deep state we're finding out about it little by little. You're finding out little by little. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Me too. Um, I think there's a deep state in pharma. I do. And I don't know Are what that serious? means. Well, I know there is. I get it. I understand that there's money involved. It's but all I, about money, Eric. It's everything. You know what? We're going to talk about this later in the show. Everything that makes the world go round, it's all about money. Yeah, yeah. It's all about right. money. Well, Eric, I mean, I just, I, I'm as glad being, you brought the point. Being I up just came no. up with the cancer. But you know, but what we need to do treatment. is, you're so right in that we need to have like maybe a uh, non live show talking about exactly this because look at all the people who've been cured with cannabis. Yeah, but you got to vet these people too because I'm not a conspiracy theorist, yes. okay? If I know that Scott, I know you guys know stuff that I don't know, but you got to, the people who are skeptical like myself, we have the right to vet the stories that we listen to. Of course you, you understand do. What, does and that it make be sense? hard to vet. There's a guy in Granite City, well known all across really the country, maybe the world, who had stage four lung cancer. Yeah. And started using cannabis oil and mm -hmm. completely cured himself. Wow. There are people who've used, mm -hmm. who've juiced carrots. Yeah. There are people who've used the I word. There are people out there, you know, if I got cancer, it's hard to say what you would do. I would hope that I wouldn't do chemotherapy because I think the chemotherapy. I think you would because you would be fear. You would be does. afraid. Yeah. I think because you got the K, the C word. I, trying, I think your doctor would say, we have to do this. And I would tell my doctor, just like I did when it came to this, the, the other C word, uh, that no, I know my body. Mm, I don't know you about do. that. I think you. I think people. There are a lot of big talk until it happens. And you're right. It's hard to say what you, you know? would do until it happens. Yeah. But I think that chemo. I firmly believe that chemotherapy. Kills why don't we more do a show? Why we don't need we do to. A show? We're going to do a show on it. I think we need to. We do have putting to. the research into that. We're going to do a yeah. show on it because it is. And first of all, Scott. It all came about because Scotty is helping our friend Bobby. Uh, who beat cancer hey, can, once? You know, Bobby might be a good taste, uh, uh, case study for us. Yeah, we might would. be able to do our own anecdotal case study and and follow Bob and whatever treatments that you know get prescribed to him via. I mean, I guess you can do them both at the same time, right? You can go to SSM at the same time that you're doing uh, natural treatments. Well, or no, I, no, 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 you, no, you can't. Do you that. cannot do that. You don't want to get chemotherapy and try these other things because the chemotherapy destroys your body. It just destroys your okay. body. Okay, I, I digress. Don't 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 get killed on my account. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not giving anyone medical advice. Okay, good. Well, this is cancel this cancel this show .com, and a big part of what we do is cancel culture education. Eric Johnson's here, tap of the hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Lizzie Sparks taking care of our comment line, and we've got. Pro Joe on the engineering board, making sure that we're all up to go. Okay, we want to bring you in, and as we do, we're going to tell you a story. We got a guy, Mark Joe. Mm. He owns Omen Coffee in downtown St. Louis on Washington. Um, he's been dealing with a cancel culture situation. Um, we're going to bring, uh, so you can bring him on in, uh, Pro Joe. And we've got uh, Mark. Hey, hey, Mark, welcome hey, into the show, my how friend. How you doing, Vic? Hey, we're doing great. You're on with Tabitha. Hassel, Eric Johnson, myself. Um, first of all, tell us about your shop and what happened to you. Because what I've said in our introduction to you is you can't miss Mark. While people are running away from St. Louis, you've run to it. You had a successful business and then you decided to make a post and then all hell is broke loose. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I, I made a post, um, I think before, yeah, before we opened the shop, it was actually months ago, which is, which is you know, kind of uh, a, funny, a funny piece to this story because, you know, what happened is somebody, like, literally went scrolling through my post looking for something to be upset about, and then they found it, you know, and it's just, it's crazy to me how they dig up old things like that. But, um, but yeah, I started a business here. Um, we're having, um, we're doing really, really great. It's going well. Um, I, I started the business here with the intention of just building a community uh, in a space where we could have like some human to human interactions, which I think we're really missing in society mm -hmm. right now, but also have some like really tough and productive conversations. I think we need to be talking more about yes. um, some things that are going on in society. And right now, you know, the internet has created a situation where everybody's like, kind of afraid to say the things that are on their heart because you know somebody you know a mob might come after right. them which that's what happened to me um and so i made a post that it, essentially it said you we're going to show the post right to mark as you say this so um okay. Projo, when you can pop up his uh the instagram post and we'll play that and you can just go ahead and tell people what you said yeah so um so essentially it was just it was just my thoughts you know i use my instagram to really just um, you know, kind of like a, a public journal, if you will. And I was and I was just thinking about a lot of the things that are happening in society yes. right now that I that I see happening that I just you know, that they're kind of alarming to me. Things like, you know, uh, people posting themselves nude all over the Internet and, mm -hmm. you know, having multiple sexual partners and thinking that that's cool. Yes. And we're moving away from like modesty and monogamy and, and marriage even. Um, and, uh, and then I also said in a world where homosexuality is more prevalent than it's ever been and the, and the concept of gender has somehow become debatable, yes. you know, and, and, you know, I just, that's how I feel, you know, that's how I feel. That's why I didn't take the post down. In fact, I pinned it to the top of my profile because, um, and we're know, showing I, the post as you talk. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, you know, that, that's genuinely how I feel. And it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm transphobic or homophobic. And that I hate those people, but but I I I I think that those things are a product of a mental illness. You know, I I really do, and I can't. I, I believe in God. I don't think that God, you know, makes mistakes. That's I don't right. think that He accidentally made you a boy or accidentally made you a girl. That's and, right. Um, and and it's okay if you disagree with me. And so, I had this mob come after me saying that I'm transphobic and that I'm homophobic and and they posted on Twitter they posted on Reddit they posted on Yeah, we're going to show the Reddit trying to get people to stop doing Yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. we're going to show they the Reddit on, post right now as you're talking. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, cool. So they, they they posted on every platform trying to get people to to sort of um, you know, to boycott our business and um, and honestly it had me terrified at first because I, it's never happened to me. You know, I've worked really hard to get this thing going, um, but but in truth, um, it it actually only helped us. Like oh, yeah. truly, like sales went up, website traffic went up, like social media, you know, gained followers. My personal social media gained followers. Like they brought attention to a post in which I was saying things that it turns out a lot of people, you know, uh, at least it resonated with a lot of people. Um, and in retrospect, I just want to make this clear: it's like. You know, I didn't really dig my heels in and stand firm because I, I need to be right. You know, it's not a right wrong. It, it's it's you know, it's great. And I do feel I do feel the way that I express in the post. But the point and the thing that was most alarming is that um, I should be able to think and feel and believe whatever I think, feel and believe. Yeah. 
you know, without other people feeling entitled to tell me how to think, feel, and believe. Like, it, it, it really, that's the part that bothers me the most about this, is that, you know, we've gotten to a point where we feel so entitled uh, that we can, that we can, like, police other people's thoughts, you know? And, yeah. and I truly, I've had transgenders and homosexuals, and I have all, all types of people that are a part of my community, and I treat them all the same. Yeah. So, like, as long as I treat people with respect, which I think we all should, um, then, then what the fuck does it matter how I That's feel? Right. Sorry if I'm not allowed to swear on the no, show. On this thing, oh, you're in big you trouble want. now. You're fine, Mark. <laughs> just, you just can't say COVID. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I just, Eric. I just did that too, didn't I? Yes, sir, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> Hey, Mark. Yeah, so that, that's right. what happened with us. Well, so here you're down in on Washington Avenue, right? Yes. In downtown, right, in right down in in Midtown. Okay, that's cool. Um, you guys are you're you're basically ground zero for like the, one of the most violent places in the world right now, and 100%. you know what I mean. And it's I, I I applaud you. We've been talking about this on this show is how to make St. Louis safe, and and you're you're obviously doing con, that's a conservative tweet, don't you think? I mean that's that's on the conservative side. There's nothing. 100%. I, you know what I, I mean? I, I just I just don't like you know sometimes I don't. Those labels, they encompass so much, right? Yeah, they like, do. You're right. Con- conservative and liberal. Like, if, if, if I say that I'm conservative, then somebody automatically assumes, you know, that I'm, like, pro-life, right? Like, like yes. irrelevant, ir- irrespective of whether I am or not, right? Like, they just, they bundle so many things together. But you're right. That is a very conservative tweet, and I generally But But, but I'm on your side. I Look, I don't think you're conservative at all. I think you have you have a run-of-the-mill of different friends. You have you live in St. Louis, Missouri, a very liberal part of the world. You have, you, you're a business owner, so that makes you conservative. You're, you are the gradient that we always talk about in this show. You're not either, you're not Democrat or Republican. You're in the middle like the rest of us. Your tweet demonstrates that look my beliefs are this i think that if you want a happy life know your know your gender um you know know god and maybe you will become the the fulfilled person that you want to be and have a great day and we would invite you to come and have a coffee down here with us i don't understand what the problem is except for that this is a deliberate you know these gangs of people are looking for people like you to go and attack my my question to you is here's how you fight it you get your own gang of people to fight back against them so you don't have to do it yourself have you found that you had some help coming with you um i did have some help you know i had like even i had members of the lgbtq you know community commenting on the post right getting involved in the reddit threads i had you know I, i also but like my i made a point to one of the people that was a part of that mob and it's like you know your group they show their support in in likes and 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 comments and fake reviews mm-hmm. you know how my people show support in dollars you know ah, <laughs> yes our, our sales went up mm-hmm. you know so so um so that's really one big takeaway and then another thing is like you know i made a decision that i wasn't gonna like stoop to that level mm-hmm. like i like like i absolutely have a really loyal you know sort of following on 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 several different platforms yeah and if i say like hey let's go do this you know yeah. they're gonna do it but like you know what I, i'm not gonna waste my time or your time mm-hmm. i'm not gonna ask you to go you know debate in a comment section of a fucking post if right. you want to come come by let's talk about yes. it um, yes but the truth is man my my, my integrity th- i felt like I, I said this on a podcast recently i really felt like this whole thing was a test 
of my character and my integrity mm-hmm. right like in retrospect in the in the moment it you know i was just alarmed but in retrospect i really do feel like it was a great test and the fact that i just well, I, I kept my resolve, you know, I didn't back down, but I also didn't stoop to their level. Right. It feels like a big personal win for me. And like I said, you know, when all of was said and done and the dust settled, like our sales went up, our following went up, <laughs> our website traffic went up. So like, I think that I did it the way that I was supposed to do it. You did it the way you were supposed to do it because you know what? We are the majority. The folks on the very far fringe left are the tiniest portion of the yes. minority. And I will tell you what, we you have every right to speak your mind, whether people agree with you or not. It is your right, your free will, to speak your mind and to feel however you want to feel. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're always going to win because the majority who also supports free speech will always be behind you. Yes. Hey, Mark. Yeah, I, I really love that point. I, I, I really love that point. And like, I, I do think like that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to remind people of that here in my shop. Like mm-hmm. literally every day we have some of these tough conversations about social issues, about um, you know, the the crime here in St. Louis, about you know, you name it, right? Drag queens reading mm-hmm. to quids, kids. We talk about all of that stuff here in my shop every day. Yeah. And I keep trying to to show people that it's actually okay if you don't agree with me, but but it's not you know, but we can still be friends, we can still have this conversation. Yeah, they like, don't want to be friends with you. Biggest, that's that's the not their thing. Yeah. We've lost the ability to agree to disagree. And that's right. And I think that the conversation, sometimes just having it for the sake of having it is all you can do and, and it's something we should do yeah. more we're getting asked right now we're going to have a few more minutes with you i know people are wanting to know what you think about crime and the prosecutor but um we're going to show omen coffee right now can you talk about your shop and how people can support you while we have people asking because we're going to show uh your website right now from omen and just awesome. go, yeah just tell us about your your shop and what you get there and maybe what separates your uh shop from others well so i mean our shop is beautiful first of all i mean it's uh if you come down i mean i i went into this really acknowledging that like um st louis has some exceptional coffee roasters um mm, you know, i didn't people know that. like people like call these blueprint you know some you name them we, we have some really really good coffee roasters here mm. but i don't think that we have any exceptional coffee shops amen right? brother and, and so i wanted to build a space and i really wanted to focus on um, you know, creating a space that's inviting, that's roomy, that there's space for people to sit and, and work for the day or meet with a friend um, that you didn't feel like you just had to grab your coffee and get out. Yes. So that's the first thing you'd notice when you show up is our space is really spacious. Yes. Tons of natural light. It's beautiful. And then, uh, of course, I mean, we make we make great coffee. We roast our own coffee um, in house. And, and the thing that we do is we roast in small batches. So You'll never get a cup of coffee here or buy a bag of coffee from us that wasn't roasted within seven days of you buying it. Yes. I'm from Seattle, so I'm a good connoisseur of what your product is. I'm nice. begging I'm begging you, come to St. Charles and put a box. <laughs> I'm begging, come please. You know what? I will I, make I'm, your I'm money for you. I will be there all day. I'll go to each one of them every single day. No, I'm serious. You're absolutely right. Um, Seattle had like a plethora of coffee shops, and I loved them all, but they all taste burnt except for Starbucks, and that's why why I think Starbucks succeeded. Yeah. You know, I've had a lot of people. I'm so stubborn. I've had a lot of people through this process, the, the, the far, far left, 
be like, you should have opened your coffee shop in St. Charles. And I'm like, fine, I will never go to St. Charles. I'm, I'm going to stay right here in St. Louis just because you don't like me. You know? <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. That, that being said, I wish you would come to St. Charles, but I'm almost more happy that you're in St. Louis as yeah. a seed yes. planted in the middle of this ridiculous, dilapidated city. He is the diamond yeah. in the rough right now. There exactly. There's no doubt about it. And who's to say he can't expand and have two mm-hmm. businesses, one yeah, on right. Washington, one in St. Charles County. The name, the name of the company is Omen Coffee. I'm curious. Hey, bud, are you from the St. Louis area? Or are you from somewhere else? Because you, I mean, you just you got a lot going on. I mean, you're well spoken, you're smart, um, you're charismatic, and you don't let people run over you. Well, I really, I really appreciate that. Um, no, the answer is no. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm originally from upstate New York. Um, and like another fact about me that people might find surprising, but I think it's really relevant given the fact that I get involved in some of these like tougher conversations is that I actually spent five and a half years in prison, uh, before I did this from 19 to 25, I was in prison. For I was going to get to that. Yep. I was in prison for a drug possession. Um, and I got arrested with an assortment of psychedelic drugs, but, um, but like you would hearing that and hearing like where I come from, you know, poverty, drug addicted parents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, foster foster system. You would think that I was I was far leaning left mm-hmm. you know, or left or left leaning. But generally speaking, I'm right leaning. And um, it, it is my life experience that has led me to, you know, sort of the values that I have right, right. now and and to be intolerant of some of the. Um, cultural shifts that are happening right now. Like I feel our freedoms being slowly, yes. you know, sort of eroded. And I know what it looks like because I've lost my freedom before. Like I, I know what that looks mm. like. It's little things that remind you yes. that you're not free when you're sitting in prison. It's not the, it's not the barbed wire fence. Like you get used to that. That just becomes, you know, like the sky, like you don't notice this, you know? So it's not that it's the little things that that remind you that you're not free when you're in prison and that's what i was saying during covid is like no you're I, i know that you know it would be nice for me to wear a mask but i'm not going to wear a mask and and for you to tell me that i need to wear a mask it's reminding me that i'm not free it's a little thing like telling me that i i can't go you know work out or i can't go call my family because it's not time for me to do that that's yeah. exactly what it reminded me of in the middle of the pandemic yeah. you know yeah and see i think people like you should be the our front line i, I you know vic and i we're the we're the enemy we're white guys we're older uh yeah. you know we we're the demonized people if we make a certain credit score we can't even get a damn mortgage anymore without paying more for it because Isn't of this, that crazy? i mean it's just stupid i think people like yourself who have been incarcerated who are now successful should be in concert with uh the millennials the gen z's the people who understand what's going on you're the ones that need the voice right now to tell the country you know people that might have lived in cuba that said i just came from a repressive environment you're the people that need to step up and say look we're, we've had enough of this the common yeah. sense says a b and c and then me and vic will just sit back in our in our yachts and our in our boats yachts. and stuff like that hey, and we'll matter. just wait for you to save the damn country <laughs> amen <laughs> well well when you guys say something th- this is why i'm so vocal is because when you guys say something like i don't know either of your stories but like let's just say you're you know the average typical white you know yes. whatever that but so okay when you say something you're racist or you're a bigot or you you have privilege right. or you don't understand and i'm like no 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 i i 
I'm going to come up and be like, no, these guys are fucking right. right. And, I, and I've been, you know, I'm this, that, and the third. And I think that's, I think that's why I brought but it up. But you know that's what? Why. You know what? The success in society that you'll find because of that, because your voice is so unique, um, along with a, an army of other people like you, will make you successful from this point to the rest of your life. If you are, if you well, just, so, you know what I'm man. saying? It's like, I also feel like the, the opportunity for Gen Z to step up and be a strong conservative voice will make you successful with everything you do. Not that you're not successful now. That's true. That's a good point, well, Eric. You know what I mean? It's Mark, how old are you? I'll be... I'll be honest. Yeah. I'll be honest, Eric. I, you know, when you've lost everything, you know, you, you kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, the success. And like, I've, I've built a couple, you know, decently successful businesses now. I've, I've made multiple six figures, you know, at uh, working for another company. And now I'm back to my own business, et cetera. But like the success is nice, but I truly don't do it for that. Like, wait till I, you I, write I, a I, book. It's, it's, wait till you write yeah. a book. So and get, wait till you write a book. Do keynote speeches. Do a media tour with conservative outlets or whoever. Wait till you become that kind of a voice. Man, I'm yeah, telling Tabitha, you what. Yeah, Tabitha needs to get his story told in Hollywood. No, no question about it. And you know, when while we have you, Mark, I want to go back to cancel culture. Obviously, it's part of the reason why we have this show. And you have such an amazing story. And obviously, the background you came from, you've really done such a great job. And, and you really are, are the example of that Eric always talks about, that people can grow up in any situation. And if you have the perseverance, you can make yes. anything you want of yourself. And I hope our listeners go out and support your coffee shop, because whether they agree with you or not, you have the right to post what you want and say what you want and have the beliefs that you want. Yes. And you know what? We fight back against cancel culture by going out in supporting people who do take advantage of their free speech mm -hmm. that's the only way to that's the only way to really fight back like it's not worth it to, to sit on the internet and go back and forth with people that like you know you can't please them either way you know if you really want to uh, combat cancel culture. I mean, we vote. We vote with our dollars every single that's day. We do, that's we Yeah. Right. See, I that's think that right. I think that what I hear about you winning, why you're winning this this thing, is that you're not you're not going out there. You're not militant on what you're saying. It's not like you have this club of of uh, business owners versus yeah, transgender. Exactly. It's no. like you just said what you said on, and it was like very passive. It was very cool, and it was like this is how I feel. Now come get some coffee. That's yeah. why I think you're driving them nuts. Is that you're not on a war path? It's just like. Look, common sense says A, and uh, if you do B... Well, and it's about the the small portion of this country, which is the trans portion. I mean, what is it? Ten people in St. Louis? No. It, well, yeah, I get you. And, you know, it, it, they're, but they're, they're the loudest Damn. voices. They're yeah. the loudest yeah. voices. And they think that they can cancel you and close your shop down. Yeah, and, and it's, not even, it's not even the, the, the trans thing so much. No, it's not. It's, 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 it's not. I think that every single one of us it talking is. in here is on agreement. If a transsexual walked in here, we would have a fun time. We would No have, question you about know it. What it's, here's but, where the problem comes in. It's when the trans person wants to walk into the girls' locker room with yeah. with thirteen year olds. Well, it's about that's them the violating yeah. our rights. We hey, they want yes. to fight for their rights, but yet want to viol there violate go. ours. There you go. Mark, well, I, some, something something that came up in, in one of my latest episodes of my podcast is like, I think the real threat, the real problem here is that we can't have the discussion. Yes. I think that if I think if as a nation, and it's because of cancel culture, but I think if as a nation we were able to just have this conversation without being called transphobic like hey 
I don't know if I want, you know, a biological male going in the locker room with my daughter. You say that out loud and now you're transphobic. So people are afraid to say it. Mm -hmm. And if we were able to just have a discussion, I think and take a vote, let's just take a vote. Hey, do we think that we should we should do this or not? Uh, okay, the vast majority would say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And we just come up with a different solution. It's not like we would, you know, force the transgenders to go home and shower or whatever, right? <laughs> We'd come up with a different right. solution like we always do. But the fact that we can't have the conversation, we can't actually get a general consensus of it. How does everybody feel about this? And let's, what's the best way to proceed? Mm-hmm. That's really the issue right now, because you're right. It's not, I have no problem with you. Like, I am truly socially liberal. Like, mm-hmm. I am, I'm like a live and let live. Like, you could do whatever Me too. You want. Me too. But, yes. but as long as it doesn't threaten or impose upon anybody else's right. ability to do that. And so... It's not it's not that anybody is intolerant or transphobic. It's just that, of course, we have some general concerns, some reasonable concerns about what does it mean if we let you live however you want. And once again, we want to remind everybody before we try to help sell you, not that you need help, but we want to help. um, You made a post and then somebody from your own shop saw it. Yes. A transgender person? No, no, no. Uh, uh, just a, a, a woman who, in, who identifies as a, as a they, them. And in her, in her Instagram profile, it just says, I'm a socialist. Okay. So I knew, instantly of that, I knew instantly that we weren't going to be like, you know, that she wasn't going to be our best customer. Has but, she been uh, back into the shop yet? Uh, no, I invited her down for a conversation. Sucks. Hey, but you know what, Mark? Um, we're, we have people that want to help and want to support. Um, the website, is it omencoffee.com? Oh, no, it's omencoffeeco.com. Omencoffeeco.com. Do you make uh, cups, K-cups for people? No, we don't make K-cups. Okay. Um, it's just tough with the with the with the freshness standard. We try to we like, try to maintain. I get it. I, I like totally that. Get it with coffee. Hey, do you sell bags? Can you ship yes, out? Yes, we, yeah, we do there sell you bags. You can get any of our roasts in whole bean or ground. As a matter of fact, let me just say this real fast. It's better, everybody, to get bags of not even you don't ground it up. You ground it up yourself, right, Tabitha? And then put it in your own K cup. Yes. it's better that, that way. That is the best. A million percent way. And Mark, somebody made an offer or not an offer, but they made a suggestion. If you don't already have an acid-free blend they would buy it from you if you could come up with one got it okay that's good that's good feedback yeah so i i guess there's i don't i'm a i'm a one-man show over here so like you know merchandise apparel roasting like running the shop i wouldn't know anything about it i've got a long list of great suggestions and and i (laughs) I mean trust me i I will implement them you know uh it just takes time no, awesome. I, I totally get it. Hey, anything else you want to let our uh, viewers and listeners know about your story or anything moving forward? Because, hey, real quick, how old are you? I'm 30. You're I'm an, coming down there. Dude, you're an inspiration. Yeah, we'll, you're, you're, we'll make I, it. I'm going I'm 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 to fly down there because it's so far from my fly? house. But <laughs> I am, I'm coming down He's there. He's not going to go Highway 70, though, because of all the potholes. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll no, take I, my I, horse. I appreciate, I appreciate you guys having me on. And, and if anybody you know, is interested in, in hearing more conversations like this or um, just getting to know my story more. I do have a podcast. It's called Give More, Be More. Um, we get, you know, several uh, tens of thousands of downloads every month. So um, just give it a listen. Love Start it. from the beginning and you guys, you, you know, you'll hear most of my story over the course of the episodes. But outside of that, just supporting Omen Coffee Co. is enough because um, 
you know, truly this has never been about the coffee for me. Um, it, it's, it's really, I'm trying to, yes. um, I'm trying to deliver a message along with, you know, creating you know a what? culture built around certain values. And I'm just using coffee as the vehicle. He's right. So if, you, if you, uh, if you're supportive of, of the values that we've been talking about, or, you know, the message even that you've heard from me today, you know, understand every bag of almond coffee, every cup that we sell here, um, is just helping that, that message and those values spread further and further. Here's so. the deal. I knew this little guy in Seattle and his name was Howard Schultz. I don't know if you know oh. who he was. <laughs> I knew him. I used to work with him. You and uh, Howard Schultz. And uh, he said it was never about the coffee. It was about the experience of when people would come into the shop. That's what made it successful. I believe that. I and believe that's, that. that's the path that he's on right now. I love going to coffee shops. I yep. absolutely love it. Yep. Mark, we love you, brother. We'll uh, we'll get you back on. We'll promote you and uh, let people know how they can find you as well uh, on your podcast. Uh, I'm just that. Mark Anthony Joe on, on any platform. It's all one word, Mark with a K, uh, Mark Anthony Joe, um, and you can find me. I, my mo- I'm most active on Instagram, but I am on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube as well. Yeah. Hey, buddy, have a great day. Thanks for taking some time with us, my friend. Continue right, success. Thanks, thanks a lot. Have a good day, guys. Nice job, right. Mark Joe. Omen Coffee. My favorite guest so far. Omen. My favorite guest Omen so far. Omencoffeeco.com. Uh, Love it. He, well, he epitomizes a lot of things yeah. that uh, he just brings out the evil in Drew Collins. You well, can feel that, the evil come out. Yeah, but once again. And that's him. You know? I know, Drew. He doesn't want to see a successful African American conservative um, who went, went through the foster mm. system, was raised in tough situations, pulled himself out of it, and saw mm. from behind the bars in prison that the democratic way or ideals that are being pushed right now, that progressive we'll way, is not the way that you're going to succeed in life. It's like a tra- you know what the Democratic Party is? It's like a tractor beam. It's a regime. Have you ever seen... There's certain seen- ideals no. within the party have that you ever happen, seen- not the entire party. You've seen, you've seen um, The Empire Strikes Back, right? And remember when the Millennium <laughs> Falcon... Remember when the Millennium Falcon <laughs> got pulled into the tractor beam oh and it just God. could not get out of the... And it was like, we have to do <laughs> something. Right. That's what the Democratic Party is. It has like a, the money and the entitlements and this, that, and the other. It's like a Ooh. tractor beam. You can't get out of it. Jay says conservative minorities are a threat. Oh, my God. You think? That's According why they to get, the you. FBI. That's, that's why minorities get attacked <laughs> if they're conservative more than anyone because how dare you do that? How dare you yeah. have feelings of your own? How dare you have feelings different than ours? But we love Mark Joe. We appreciate it. We'll get him back on the show as well. Um, hey, w- that's a great point. We're going to take a quick break. Drew Collins is like Darth Vader. You will come to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's, I mean, I mean, Drew is inching over little by little. You know, it's, it's interesting because. I am your father. <laughs> Shut up, conservatives. Glenn, uh, Glenn from the chat line yes. says, mm-hmm. here's the issue. Mark Joe is the antithesis of Drew Collins. Oh, I know. It is literally <laughs> Luke Skywalker versus the dark side. <laughs> Drew, dark Drew, side. Drew, come Collins. on, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, and, that's and you know what? Joe Biden does look kind of like the emperor. He a does. Little bit. He does. A look little like bit. The <laughs> that. That's this is horrible. The Let's latest, go to break. The, I can't take this. The latest, the latest Joe Biden. We don't. Uh, Joe which Biden, I was going to say, which one? Joe Biden three or Joe Biden yeah. four? Yeah. Mm. That that the Android. Whichever app. It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's got that. Yeah. Uh, and once again, that's a, a part of what we do: the cancel culture education. If you have any interviews, and I was told by one of our viewers and listeners and supporters. Hey, there's this guy, Mark Joe. You got to find out about him. I'm glad you did. And I'm like, let's do it. So 
we found Mark. We talked. It was like damn. Straight we need up. more of those. He has such a great on. story. Yeah. We need to scrape St. Louis for more of those. We need those people. That was the best interview. I well, think he's we've one. Done of, on well, the he's one of the best that you're going to find in the country, and just happens to be in our own backyard. Well, there's got to be more down. And he just started that shop. So I yeah. hope he becomes a mentor to other children. Well, what a if, well, and he well may said. already be, but he would be a fantastic mm-hmm. mentor yeah. to so many kids in the foster system that started out in his situation. Yeah, he yeah. is like the garlic to Democrats. Hey, coming up we're going to talk about another situation guess what bud light yeah they tried to cancel themselves um <laughs> people that's said, funny see ya bud light you're done yeah they got rid of that woman that said yeah we're, we're gonna go this right now and um we're, we're gonna go try to cater to a certain group of people yeah she gone budweiser getting their act together we'll talk about that tabitha we're going to school today people Tabitha's going to break down. You see Eric's eyes just open up like, what's going is that, on? There's some serious what's crap going on, going on in Sudan. I'm, I'm Americans are in problem. And do you have you ever heard about the Wagner Group? We always try to stay one step yeah. ahead. The Wagner Group, the cog in the wheel when it comes to the whole brick situation going on. Tabitha's going to let us know about that. We're going to take a quick break. These are our advertisers, our partners. We'll be back on the other side of the break in just a couple of minutes. Plus, we're going to check in with our friend Curtis Parks for complete auto body and repair. By the way, he has a golf tournament coming up. Um, I got us a foursome, guys. You did? Yeah. We'll t- he's going to talk about that. Plus, I get to bring my 42 handicap, right? <laughs> you're going to play. They have bands on the course. Okay, I'm going to throw the ball. I can drive They the literally have bands parts. at hole. Nice. I was like, have you ever heard I, of that happening anywhere? I can sit in on every hole. Give anyway, me, plus the rest of the day's headlines. Back in just a moment with Cancel This. Pro Joe on the board today. Lizzie Sparks taking care of everything on the chat line. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Back in just a couple minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road.
As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Hey guys, welcome back in. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle. Eric Johnson coming back into studio in just a second. He's getting his coffee. We got Projo on the board. Scotty Gherkin. He's moved on to bigger and better things, but he's still here making sure that the show goes smoothly because that's what Scotty Gherkin is. Just a great, great guy. Thanks for coming back in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. It's ironic. The person who set us up with our last guest, Mark Joe, just texted me and said, Hey, when's Mark going to be on again? He's like, well, I guess you're not going to be hearing Mark live, but, but as always, you can go to all of our original content. It's saved right there in our library. We're like day 105 or something now, um, 105 days of shows. Uh, you can check out Mark Joe from omencoffeeco.com, omencoffeeco.com. Uh, of course, you can always go to canceltheshow.com. You can check us out all the time. Of course, we're live 8 to 10 Central Time right now, but you can catch us all the time. 24-7 and all the shows we have. And that's why it's another opportunity for advertisers. You have perpetual advertising. If you know anybody that needs perpetual advertising, let us know. Those ads are there all the time in the shows as well as those shows go on. Uh, contact us. You can help us. You can subscribe, like, send us those um, likes, send us um, donations if you can, canceltheshow.com. We are grateful and we appreciate it. Okay, we've got another cancel culture situation it's what's happened with bud light and it's so bizarre because bud light <laughs> they have now gotten rid of the woman that they had <laughs> she was in well here's why i say gotten rid here we go they got rid of her because uh, they put her on leave anheuser-busch has put the woman yes. who was in charge of the dylan mulvaney campaign who mm -hmm. we listened to and showed oh hi guys hi scotty um it's all good <laughs> they put She's on leave. This is Budweiser's nice way of saying she gone. She's being demoted. Um, now, you know what? I love what you're going doing with this, and I love that they're demoting her to janitor of Bud Badenhauser yeah. Bush or whatever it is. Yeah, they're trying to do it. Before you go any farther, here's how they should have handled it. Yeah, this uh, idiot numbnut uh, completely destroyed our brand. She's not only fired, but we're going to actually make her uh, clean the septic tank in the back for the next <laughs> year and a half. I, and she's on contract, so she has to do it. Nobody does that, though. This is their polite way. No, that's saying. what they needed to do. They had to do. Did you see? There was a, a tweet going around with the, I guess he's the CEO 
of InBev yeah. who looks exactly like a frat boy, which is exactly what they said they don't want to continue to market to, which is why she did this. This is the mentality right now. You mean so, the former CIA agent? That's the one, yes. Yeah, yeah we talked about it. Who him. is the exact opposite of the folks she's yeah. marketing to. But this is the problem with woke, woke companies. It's not just InBev. No, that's it. Of, I guess my point is that in that case and what you're talking they're pussyfooting with this stuff. And that's the problem I'm having with it. You're pussy. They should have come out and said, look, we get it. Yes, everybody does. Like our last guest, everybody deserves to be happy. Transgender, this, that, and the other. We understand our clientele is is uh, people that go to Daytona, Cardinal fans, people that go to rock concerts. We understand you now. And we got two guys coming in to market to you guys directly. The girl that did this is gone, period. Well, ying dong, ding dong, the witch is dead. They would have played the song Ding Dong, the witch is dead from the witches of, with the Wizard of Oz. And then they would have moved on. You would have seen people gradually coming back back and saying okay all right they would have had kid rock a billion dollar contract saying all right these guys fix themselves that's what should have happened they're pussyfooting with it's this not, garbage but it's what i was trying to say I, I hadn't made my point yet my point is that with all of these woke corporations the mistake they are all making is they don't understand their base yeah. they don't understand the people who actually do buy their product you were saying exactly what and I was saying. they want to exactly they want to cater to the tiniest portion of our population, which is the very no, far wrong. less than 1% on the very far fringe left. And then what ends up happening is they lose a lot of okay. money. We've seen it happen with Hershey's. We've seen it happen I with get, so many different big corporations and they will never learn. I get an opportunity to school you to I get an opportunity to school you. Okay. There's this thing called ESG. Do you know what ESG is? <laughs> yeah. I think you taught us about it. I think Tabitha Environmental about it. Governance, something or other. I don't remember what the other one is. Uh, but it basically is a score that these Fortune 500, 100s, 1000s get. And if you get this score, I don't even know what the payoff pitch is to get it. I guess that the wokes don't come after you. You have to do things such as putting um, interracial people in your commercials. You have to do such things as Transgender Day at, at Coors Lighter at Budweiser. Or you have to do... Um, um, we only hire a certain amount of doctors at SSM, and, uh, and 30% of them are going to be minorities or transgender. That's ESG. I think this was Anheuser-Busch's ability, their attempt, attempt to get an ESG score. I, don't, I still don't know what the payoff pitch is to have a high score, but I think this was their attempt. Okay, we got this girl. She doesn't wear any makeup. She looks like whatever. Let's put her in marketing, see if she can not screw this up too bad. Because you, because there are certain... She might be no, a great marketer. Yeah, she is. I no, mean, I, who she says she's a great... great she she has a great edu education. Well, then where was the conversation Eric, Eric, that somebody said, you're not going to do maybe this? Maybe she Eric, went I agree behind their you. backs and, no, and no, did they, it. I still think... I don't know. I still think, think 100%. Bud knew exactly what was going on. I don't. They tried to... I, I know we all... We can agree to disagree. I just think that they tried to sneak one past everybody to see how it would go. Boom, you're losing billions of dollars. Boom, she is taking a leave. That's why I agree with Tabitha what you were saying. I loved hearing that because she, okay, you'll never hear from this woman again. She's no. done. Her <laughs> marketing career is done. But it needs She's no made, it needs, She is going down as the worst advertising executive in the history of the world after what she but just did. But it needs did to be with fireworks. Bush. You need fireworks yeah, and you need not alligators. Gonna, no, that they only do and that to people who they try to cancel. <laughs> What? Like Mark Joe. People. I don't want her canceled as in like you can't have a career anymore. Well, she's been canceled. But you should go work at some place that likes what you're doing. Yeah, she'll get, she, you know what? She, she will, will get be. a job. They will probably yes. hire the her. The transgender community. MSNBC is going to make her a damn 
probably an anchor, but it, you know, there, it's not, that's not the place for you. This is the media's that's not fault. not the place for you. This is the fault of the media. I know I blame the media for a lot of things. I blame this for, I blame them for this as well. Because if you watch mainstream news, they want you to believe that we are the minority and that the far fringe left is the majority. So a lot of these ridiculously woke CEOs yeah. or They're marketing folks, or, well, this woman is, the, it, these ridiculously woke people, they really do believe, they are brainwashed to believe that they are the majority. So when they make these decisions, they actually think hmm. it's going to increase sales because no, they're the majority of buyers. Tabitha's preach. And because here's, it's the media, the media brainwashing that goes on. Eric, do you remember the conversation I told you about that I had with younger producers in the newsroom? And it wasn't yes. just... Oh, yeah. It was, disgusting. It yeah. was in my last two jobs uh, covering a span of about 15 years. Right. What? There's another side? Are you kidding right. me? Like conversations yeah. with younger What? And they weren't intentionally trying yeah. to hurt anybody. They just didn't have another opposing view to their... What? Exactly. I have to listen to that? Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you're a producer and you don't get this? That you actually have to tell at least two sides to the story. I've never heard seen a generation so close-minded, and that's what because of the media. What you guys are saying they they are the media. No, what are you it, talking well, about? It's because of the media. Because think about this: the only option you have on the media, and I know you guys will love me saying this, is Fox National, and and these people are not watching Fox. They're not seeing the alternative. So everywhere they look on the media, every channel they turn is all very woke programming. It's all brainwashing. It's being done with. With intent. Yeah. They want to brainwash our young well, people, well, and that's Todd, what they're doing. Well, Todd Allen is the global marketing vice president of Anheuser-Busch InBev. You're up to the plate, buddy. Take your swing because you're on the clock, Todd I, Allen. I hope they fail still. I hope. I hope. I, I hope. <laughs> I want them to succeed. I don't. I don't. I, I'll tell you why. I want them to go down in flames so the next time that a Macy's or the next time that a Coors Light or the next time that a Delta or the next time that a Coca Cola says, get the ESG score, we need that up, they go, they think twice about it. They have a board of directors meeting to go, do we want to go down the, and you can even, you can even brand that, say, do we want to be Bud Lighted? You can make that an adjective. Do you want to be Bud Lighted? No, we're not doing this ESG crap anymore because our money is too important well, to our shareholders. Well, I hope. I hope that I really. Want, I hope they go down in flames. I want Imbev to be successful. Not I really me. Do. They it's employ, a European company because they employ so many people in the St. Louis area. So many people have worked for them for generations. Yeah, so what? And, and we need them. This, this for is a freedom for our exercise. Economy. No, we don't. This is a freedom exercise, Tabitha. This is what I'm talking but about. They employ you're the one that you're. Who cares? Go get another job. Here's a freedom <laughs> exercise. This is a freedom exercise. Where else you're going to go to Milwaukee? What? Putting Colorado? hops and Colorado? barley in a, in, a, in a changer? You can work for the coal industry. It's so much Here's, more than that. They have plumbers okay. and electricians. Please, and ladies and, and gentlemen, do not listen to Tabitha. <laughs> do not ever listen to Tabitha. Oh, I'll, I'll let you know when you can leave. There. I can know. What, I'll let you. But this time you're wrong. You I am need, definitely not wrong. You need a seismic event. Listen to me, people. You need a seismic event in corporate America that lets other CEOs go... Yeah, this ESG thing might be important, but our money is more important. We're done. Eric, right? Eric, do you still You've want... been Bud Lighted. Tabitha, you've been Bud Lighted. Bud Lighted. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, 
Do you still feel the same way after I tell you that Anheuser-Busch has also now hired two executives with a lot of experience in the D.C. area who are involved in conservative Republican circles for campaigns? If they come out on camera and say what we did is wrong and I encourage all other companies to Eric, take notice. Nobody yes. says that they did. They're, by them getting rid of her is them saying that they did. That's how you do it in 2023. You're not listening to me. <laughs> You're sorry. not listening to me. This, you, you have an I'm opportunity sorry, in front of you. You have an opportunity <laughs> as a country in front of you to say this experiment failed i am the face of anheuser-busch we sucked so bad we invite you to come back and as a matter of fact the first case is on us well they didn't give her <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> eric, they, i should be working for anheuser-busch eric they didn't promote her okay they got rid of her you just want them to say i want them to she have, is the worst executive we have ever hired. i want them to drag her out and make an example of her is what i'm saying it's like if you guys hire these people i know I they're know. not but they're not you know going what? To disney's in the same boat they're just way more aggressive as fighting back but desantis is going to put a state prison miles from he has threatened to, he <laughs> so, has threatened to. you know glenn, glenn thompson reminds us ab is still a big republican donor as yes, they, have, they are and who knows maybe eric's on to something because eric is a marketing genius that's what he does that is true here's the thing the republicans could use some money when it comes to this 2024 election that's a good point vic maybe they can make it up that way as well but they did lose an upwards of eight billion dollars already and a lot of that takes time i say that the action against bud light where it's still going to go through i also talked to a friend who talked to a rep over the weekend who said it sucks for us reps now because yeah, it, it's not just a, a media story where oh, it it's hurt so us much bigger. that we can't sell what we were selling. It has become that big. Yeah. This story is, and yes, it is a microcosm of what's going on in this country for anybody who wants to say, all you do is talk about transgenders. Yeah, No, it's a microcosm of things being forced upon you, That's your family, right. your kids, because the other part of that story is what Eric brought up and what Tabitha has told us. Last week, you had a senior boy born a boy identifying as a girl go into a shower with four freshman girls at high school and walk right into the shower with them terrifying 14 year old girls tabitha said it would happen i said if it does you're going to see an outcry from parents and the parents are lighting up the superintendent and the school can't do a darn thing about it or they lose their title nine funding and no and the school said the biden rule the school apologized said they're not it it will not happen again is what allegedly is so then that what tabitha just said is that's that they get sued there is a they may get sued they may and you can sue anyone for anything but the biden administration we've talked about it a thousand times on this show the biden administration came out with a new law I, I believe it was an executive order that said any public school that receives a government money government title nine funding if they don't allow transgenders to use the bathroom they identify with the locker room they identify with if the school doesn't provide accommodations for them they will lose their title nine funding it doesn't mean they won't get sued and it doesn't mean the school will say no we're not going to do this but they could potentially lose their title nine funding and there, there are people like certain people on this chat line that think it's all right for a man for a boy who's a senior in high school to go in naked mm. and take a shower with 14 year old girls that if you think that that is fine that tells us all we need to know about you and you know what the, the shame of all of this is 
is that no, not next week and not next year, not two years from now, not 10 years from now, but in 50 years, if they continue, if it goes unimpeded un- it, to the, to the goal, it will be completely okay for a 50 year old man to walk into a, a 14 year old's locker room and basically undress with them and shower with and them. And that's where the line and that's has where, to be drawn. That's where the fear of people like myself come in is hopefully I'm dead, but my grandchildren are going to have to deal with this stuff in a world that spiritually it religiously it makes no sense. It completely contradicts everything. It becomes this bizarre secular society that there's no pushback or no feet that you are criminalized. And that's what's coming. You're criminalized if you discriminate against a 50 year old man who might be a pedophile. You don't know. Well, we can't in the just, same in the same locker room. Right. Well, we as little kids. That's where the line, where don't, the line don't, has don't, to be drawn. Okay, I think that's I, what people against, are trying to do. I'm not, I think I think myself, that's what people are trying to do. And then, at the end of the day, if you are transgender, we'll meet up at the bar and we'll have, have fun and I'll invite you to the parties. But my God, know exactly. that there's a difference and know that there's a common sense conversation that we're having. We're not trying to be mean. We're not trying to be brutal towards anybody, well, especially I me. A- I am the most socially liberal person you've ever met. Keep your taxes out of my face. But at the same time, if you want to be a transgendered squirrel, knock yourself out. I could care less. I have a niece that's transgender. I'm not against transgender people. I think people can do whatever they choose to do. If you're a furry, they choose to do. But it has to draw the line when it comes to children. Yes. When it comes to children. And that's why the Bud Light story is so important. And And that right there, yes. And it has legs that run into And that's why I'm so passionate that a brand that is very testosterone filled and yes, it's even, what did he call a frat oriented kind of a thing? Well, they're trying to. Fratty. I think that was what she used. The woman used that term because guess what? That, as Tabitha says, that goes against White boy, frat boy. It, it's a derogatory. Yeah, it goes. It's it, it's in the same realm. Let as me tell you something. Toxic masculinity. What that, what that woman failed to realize is a lot of fraternities, most fraternities, also do tons of community service. Yes. Donate tons of money yeah. to people yeah. and less fortunate. Because if you haven't been in a fraternity, you don't get it. But it's always easy to rip a white man. It's easy to go out and rip a fraternity when you don't know shit about anything in your life, but you want to attack. Yeah. You're on the attack. You're on the attack. Some of the best people to listen to are people who went down this socialist, who went down this communist, who went down this ultra progressive path and said, oh man, did I have it wrong? And when they come back, they expose what's going on and boy, do they take a wrath from the people they used to associate with. Yeah, what the careful thing is, is you gotta be careful what door you wanna go in because there's sometimes that door shuts forever. You can't come back out of it at all. And this is why it is important. I would keep reiterating this. This Anheuser-Busch thing, they do need to go out of business. They need to be subjected to some serious apologies, like bended knee kind of stuff, like going to Kid Rock's house, Ted Nugent's house, and saying, you're our demo. We love you. We're sorry. Kid Rock, here's $500 million to, to, to I'm, as a matter of fact, Kid Rock, we're going to pay for your next tour. I All you got to do is, sh- oh, sh- don't. No. Uh, 
I don't get. Why do you always have to? Why do you always have to be argumentative on something that's so commonsensical? I'm not. I mean, that is the common sense approach. I'm fighting for the people who I know. I have a lot of friends who are employed by. Then they will go work at Guitar Center. And there are some really good (laughs) conservative folks who work at. As a matter of fact, the majority of them are conservative. They make it a micro beer. People who work at Anheuser Busch. Make it St. Louis microbrewery. I don't want them to lose lose their job, but I. Yeah, that's true. I do hope. I really do hope that Anheuser-Busch, or now it's InBev, makes a big donation to Republican Party, oh, maybe I to the Donald to Trump, this and that would even be better. I really hope that, that <laughs> they, they talk with their money and they do make amends. They fired her. I think that's a really good step, a really good step in the right direction. We can't hold it against them forever. You know and what? I will tell you what, at Wendy's, at Wendy's on Friday night for Vic's party, mm. I heard that one guy yeah. bought a Bud Light. And I will tell you that every person in that bar knew exactly who that guy was. Who? I'm not telling. Well, I don't know. Somebody actually I was in came the bar. over. But what's actually, the point of the story? Because people, it really has changed things. What they did has changed things to the degree mm-hmm. where when I used to walk into Wendy's, I used to see a lot of people drinking Bud Light. On Friday night when I was there, somebody actually came over to me and they're like, that guy got a Bud Light. And I'm like, I could care less. It was actually yeah. one of Vic's friends. Was it the owner? N- no. Okay, because as we said to start this show, and there's nothing my business wrong partner with ordering and a good Bud friend Light. who actually helped get this show started yes. is a Jewish liberal man, and he cares about this show more than anybody I know. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> and he Glenn. drinks Bud, and he doesn't get it. He doesn't get us. I love him, but once again, we agree to disagree. He doesn't get Liberals it. don't drink Budweiser, by the oh, way. Oh, yes, he does. Well, maybe blue-collar liberals do. Yes, he does. Maybe blue-collar liberals. To but, me, them firing yeah. her is, is enough for me. I am not going to, not that I drink it anyway, but I'm not going to boycott by the way, Bud products anyway. Um, owner of Strategic Air Services, Kevin Malutnik, and contributor to the show on several times, just texted me and said, next up, Elon Musk buys Bud Light. <laughs> Awesome. Well played, hmm. Kevin Malutnik. And we also had an interesting question, Eric. Eric, if Anheuser-Busch decided to advertise on canceltheshow.com, then what would you say? What would I say? He'd, be, I would, he'd I, have I, a Bud Light well, in his hand right all, now. Eric would be drinking Bud Light on set with us. I've Hold seen on. Eric stop, drink stop, Bud Light. stop, stop. Let me think. You just brought up a fantastic non-rhetorical question. Let me try to figure this one out. In the meantime. I would, if, if that was the case... Get it, Case? If that was the case, thank you, uh, I would probably ask for some kind of a interview with some executive over there and say, why did you decide to uh, put money uh, for, towards us? Do you think that we can help you out in any way? And if they came on here and we wanted to be a conduit to your audience and we wanted to say we're sorry and we understand what the outrage is about, if we could do that, I'd be like, bring on the money. Bring on the beer. I You can go to any Platinum Rock Legends picture from the last 17 years and on stage has always been four buckets of Bud Light, period. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Bud Light. I like the red, white, and blue, the branding. I loved everything about it. I love the fact that every time there was a missing man formation flying over a stadium, I thought of Bud Light in the military, and I thought of race cars and blah, 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 blah. It's always represented But America. now, one of the missing man formation is the damn beer. What beer do we all go to now, right? It's, it is sad. So if, if, if they decided to come to us. What were you drinking at my party the other night? I saw you had a Coors Light. Okay. And usually you drink Bud Light. <laughs> yes. 
It was disgusting. <laughs> I didn't want an apple teeny. I wanted a beer. Yeah, and, Bud, awesome. and Budweiser has always been represented America, yes. in my opinion. Oh, and yes. look at how many people drink. I can't stand Bush, but look how many people drink Bush Light. I mean, there's a, big with a the lot kids. of people. A lot of people. It's, yeah. it's big with the kids. Bush Light and the Twisted Tea. Go figure. I mean, I, right. every time I think of Bud, not even Bud Light, Budweiser, I just think of Jack Buck at the ball game with Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon was the big Bud Light guy, I guess. But, uh, that's I think of St. Louis Pride. I think of the VP. But don't you Fair. think of I think of the VP Fair right. and the smell of hot dogs and this. There is something so patriotic. Every time I think of Tabitha Hassel, I think of Bud Light. Patriotism, man. Vic, pie, Vic is a little like bit more cosmopolitan, pie. but you know what? <laughs> what? Tabitha is much more Bud Light patriot. Give me an AR-15 and a Bud, and we're going to make some damage. <laughs> Come on, That's here right. we go. I'll take it. So I'm just saying, I don't want Bud Light to fail just because I want him to fail. I want want them to be made a, an American example of. That's all I'm saying. It's like it's, and I think they have been. And, and there's if somebody knows Anheuser Bush or a representative, tell them to call us. Tell them, come on, start the comeback right here. We don't charge that much. Be a part. Be a part. Vic of the wants show. a few cases delivered. Well, I mean, ugh. let's just get normal again. That's yes, why I think people. Yes, here's yes. The, every conversation that me and the guests that we had on today. The, the, here's the here's the feeling. When did things become not normal? Let's just get back to normal. Many, We're never going back, back in there. the 80s. I will say we lost... Look at Mark Joe, who we just had on yeah, from OmanCoffeeCo.com. It's like they want a sense of normal. Wait, they want to go buy a house? They want a normal house. They don't want to have a 700 credit score and have to pay another point to, to subsidize someone that has a 500 credit score. It's not going to be normal. That's not normal. It's not going to be normal. They want an Excel pipeline that that takes our own oil and we export it to other people. That would be normal. Eric, guess what? What? <laughs> As somebody said in the chat line, and yeah. you're, you're our resident marketing guru, marketing genius. You've been doing it for a long time. He said, and to think. You guys still think that marketing is about actual sales and bringing revenue in. Marketing now is about the whole image, and it's about pushing ideals on people that are political. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's brainwashing. But marketing's always been brainwashing. But brainwashing I, I, for sales, not brainwashing for ideals. Well, there's this, there, uh, I could do a whole hour on marketing, branding, and brand awareness and where you go to put your advertising for different things. Brand awareness is the most money spent. It's usually to make sure that when someone does make that buying decision, that your brand is sticks out and it sticks out when you're looking at that, that rack of beers. It's like, I don't know which beer is best, but this is the one I always see. That's brand awareness. Um, marketing is a little bit different. It's kind of more Facebook. It's it's more, hey, this is great because click here to purchase kind of a deal. It all works hand in hand. And this lady, and I don't know much about it. They, I'm sure they have many tiered systems over at Budweiser, right? They have, uh, they probably have huge buildings full of like, this is your little project of the day. Make sure your Facebook uh, thing, it works good for the rest of the company. And I'm sure she had a budget. And she says, I don't think so. You don't think she had a budget? I don't think they even knew. The, oh, Tabitha. I know, she I might be right. Tabitha. No, 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 Tabitha. My Tabitha. opinion is widely She disputed. might be right, Vic. She might be right. I no really way. think she took it upon herself yeah. because she thought that she was going to be the hero 
of this situation yeah. and do something they yeah. would later thank her for, and it backfired. Well, I think her. it would have brought their ESG up, like we talked about earlier. I think the, I think it, if it did work, they would have been able to walk the halls with the lobbyists a little bit closer to the liberal progressives, and that would have been a good thing for them. There ain't no way in hell Bud Light didn't know that was going on. I, I don't. I don't know <laughs> about that. Right. I don't know about you could that. Could be bit. right, but that's it's just my. It is fun for us opinion. to speculate. It's fun for us to speculate. And I've heard so much talk yeah. out there, you know, but, on, on different places that they had no idea. Well, guess what? We don't know. Then Budweiser is a suck ass company when it comes to management. If they didn't know that something, well, was they going all on, are. That cost them about. <laughs> they eight, all are. That cost them about eight billion dollars. And, and then, growing. And it was just one can. And guess what? Just one can. If she did something that they didn't know about, she'd be fired like Eric wants her to be fired. She was fired. No, no, let me finish. She's not been fired yet. She was, quote, taking a... a they did it in a polite way. Well, yeah. we, yeah. we listened. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. But Eric, they Don't would have said, she's gone. Yeah. Instead... They immediately responded with that commercial with Clydesdales. Look at our Clydesdales. There's nothing to see here. Well, that's damage control. A- exactly. They knew exactly what they were doing. And you know what's and I ironic? Think they showed us by that. Then they replaced her immediately with two people. Well, we're going to be nice to her. You're not nice to people that do things that aren't supposed to be done unless there's permission. See, to I, do it. I, I, I thought I, that I think, I think that if the CEO was to. more should have been more like Gordon Ramsay or like Donald Trump, it was like you know just yeah. man get to the freaking point. Not only are you, yeah, Mister Wonderful, yeah, Kevin um, O'Leary. Not only are you <laughs> not only are you fired, but you're dumb. You okay. fired. Get out of here. I'm, I'm think that's just what I. Th- I mean, that's my whole thing is the the optics. The optics of the situation demanded the optics of the firing. Does that make sense? No, it It does. Does that make sense? If the optics mean that the company looks apologetic, we get it. We know we screwed up $8 billion worth of screw up. Let's watch this. Uh, Whatever her name is, you're fired. Get out of here. And here's your box. Go. Hey, by the way, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We appreciate everybody joining us Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central. But you can catch us all the time on CancelThisShow.com. All of our original content is well we check in on all kinds of subjects we let you guys let us know as well what you want and if there's any interviews that we can do we jump in as well one of the things that we pride ourselves in doing and tabitha spends a lot of time doing it is getting into the whole situation of being one step ahead of the stories and we have a long track record of doing this almost three years long of getting out in front of stories before they become national stories or international stories. One of those right now, we've talked about BRICS as we've continued to explain what's happening across this country. When Tabitha says, ding, 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 it's like the old Kmart blue light special. <laughs> when Tabitha rings that bell, it's like when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. Well, except for Eric. When Tabitha Hassel talks, people listen. About this, they do. Tabitha said, uh, we need to talk tomorrow. I need my segment here to talk about. I'll just stand over here. Can- I just want to hear. I just want to hear what she says. Tabitha, the Wagner Group and why they are behind this whole BRICS situation. For people who don't know what's happening right now with BRICS, and you want to explain it? It's it's becoming a a worldwide situation. Actually, if you're not familiar with Wagner Group, Wagner Group is a private military company. It is a Russian, basically a Russian paramilitary group. And what's really interesting is here in the United States, we're trying to designate them. 
a terrorist group now. And, and they've been around for a very long time, but most people don't know who they are. You're going to know who they are because they're, they're very involved in Sudan. They're, they're trying to supply weapons right now in the war in Sudan, which we can get into why that's Americans happening. are stuck in Sudan. And right? there are, there, there's actually, right now, I just saw a breaking news report. We're trying to evacuate some more Americans in Sudan right now. So right now, the Wagner group, they, what they are is they are a paramilitary group. And there's about 100, it's estimated to be about 100 to 150,000 of them. Some people say there's 500,000 members of Wagner Group. They're not elite trained forces for the most part, but what they do is they recruit out of prisons. So they will go around to different countries and they used to quietly re recruit. Now they're very openly recruiting. They're pay they pay their recruits about $4,000 a month, US dollars. Not bad. Uh, they're in different countries right now, actually placing billboards looking for additional soldiers. And what they're doing right now, they're in Ukraine fighting for Russia against the Ukrainian government. Damn. And what's interesting about this is our country, we're going to start saying they're a terror group because they're in Sudan. They, they've been in Libya. They've been in Syria. When they were in Syria, they were fighting for Russia against ISIS. They are heavily opposed by Sunni terror groups and us, the United States and Ukraine. Imagine that. And that goes to show what side we are on. And what's so interesting about them is what they're doing is they're, uh, they're assisting BRICS in building a military. BRICS wants to build a military that will rival, rival sorry, NATO's military. NATO, as we know, mm. it has a very strong military between the United States, Europe, the G7 countries. And so BRICS is trying to put together their own military. And the Wagner Group is going to be a big part of their military operations. They are going, what they're doing is they're stockpiling gold. And the Wagner Group is part of that. Think about this. The Wagner Group, being that they're a, a private organization, they're not recognized by any country as an official company. They don't have to pay taxes. And they're heavily involved in Sudan because guess what Sudan has? Damn. They have gold, gold and minerals. They have gold. Gold and minerals. And now we hear that BRICS, BRICS countries, specifically China and Russia, are trying to stockpile gold to guess what? To topple the United States, to make us fall. They are going to back their currency. Well, they already backed the ruble in gold. They're gonna back a cryptocurrency in gold. And they are over in Sudan, getting involved in the fight over there. They've been there for many years because guess what they're doing? They are running a mining operation to get gold out of Sudan. And why? Because they want the United States to fall. We have to start paying attention to what's going on. Where are they going to get enough aircraft carriers to compete with uh, NATO? Well, look at all the countries that are under BRICS now. I mean, and look at all the Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is also planning to join BRICS. Saudi Arabia has aircraft carriers. They have also, they're, as a matter of fact, they're over there fighting in Yemen, putting on a good fight with the help of the United States. But if BRIC builds, if BRICS builds the military, they are planning to build to rival NATO. We are in big okay. trouble in this country. Now, here's the thing. There's no doubt that train is on the track, but the timing of it, that could take a while. Would it, Eric, will it? I think. I don't Now, think if so. all the countries, Eric, who are, have at least said publicly that they're going away from the U.S. dollar or we're not going to use the dollar or are campaigning to go against the U.S. dollar, if they actually all come in together under one united group, which I think is possible, what Tabitha says, yeah, we're trucked. Yeah, we're in a, in, India is growing at a phenomenal pace. 
And their currency is growing at a phenomenal pace. Their GDP is growing at a phenomenal pace. And in fact, we as we just talked about a couple weeks ago, BRICS GDP is now higher than G7. Yeah, we talked about that last that's week. That's huge. Yeah. That's you know, there's one dynamic huge. you keep this very interesting. And I hear what you're saying, and I totally defer one million percent to you. But what is the, you have to understand, there are dynamics between countries that would have to be developed that I don't see how a China and a Saudi Arabia and even a Russia for that matter, or any of the nefarious old axis of evil, how they come together and they work civilized together to find out who's dominating this new currency. Can I remind you of something? Sure. And and I know you you know this. Think about this. Russia, very much at the hands of the Wagner group, They're in Ukraine. Not only are they fighting the Ukrainians, they're fighting the entire of Europe. Look at all of the weapons that we are sending over there. Look at all of we're sending tanks and we have aircraft. We have all of these different things in Ukraine. And Russia is still not only holding their line, but continuing to make progress. And according to the leaked documents that just took place, Russia is definitely winning, Mm. winning the invasion in Ukraine. So to me, if Russia can can hold their own against everything Europe has to give to Ukraine, I think we have a lot to worry about. And that's not even China being involved. China has over a million troops. And they have amazing technology, even though people want to say they don't. I mean, (laughs) we use all of their technology, and they own all of the rare earth minerals we use to make our weapons. Yeah, and we explain that situation on the show. And this all coming out, and the stories we try to be ahead on some of these situations, comes a day before we're told that Sleepy, creepy, unaware, stumbling, bumbling Joe Biden mm. is set to announce his campaign <laughs> is official to remain president. Even the and Democrats don't want him. I mean, it, you can't make this That's stuff something. up. And of course, once again, this is why you can't listen to national media or local media when it comes to national topics. Because they're not going to tell you the full story. Let me ask you this. And he's, it he, is I mean, scary, stupid it is. what is happening right now. He's um, doing it on camera, apparently. It's, so it's a He's can- already told everyone. It's a canned piece, right? Is he doing it from the same basement that he ran the entire last campaign out of? God, who knows? Because it wasn't at the White I mean, House. Would that creep you out if we had to go through another campaign? It won't creep me out. It'll be basement. it'll be the if he wins, Would that if creep they you out? if they cheat again and they put him back in this position, we will never recover. We will be so far down, we will never recover. Just from think this. what's happened to this country never. in over two yeah. years. Yeah. That think of where we were two years ago. All it's things are on hyperspeed. All of a sudden, Trump leaves and you know. While the cat's away, the mice will play. And that's exactly Did you guys see what's Trump on right Mark now. Levine this weekend? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. The guy can sit down. I love Mark Levine. He is an orator. He can sit down. And I don't think, you know, part of his personality is slamming other people, no doubt. But yeah. the guy can sit down and point by point by point break down everything on a master class level. Maybe better than any president I've ever seen. I've seen some people, Obama could talk, but he talked around issues. Trump talks, but he talks directly at the, you guys got to go because watch, he's a person. watch he Mark Levine. He's a person. He's, he's not a, a political person. figure. Go watch Mark Levine. He's not trained. No. And, and just watch the interview. Levin. Levin. Sorry. Um, you will be, you will be amazed with the way that 
he, because you know a lot of the stuff that we saw in the last when he was the president he was in combat mode almost every time he did an interview he was literally yes. taking shots he was having to return fire this was not one of those interviews this was basically a very passive conversation almost like it was almost like an exit interview like if you guys don't fix this you're done and it was almost creepy it was almost scary but in a very positive trumpish kind of way so I, I recommend to all you guys go watch it, find it on YouTube, whatever you have to do, because I think that that's. I, mean, I he's just a, he. Well, I I love he's the I front love, runner. He's I thirty points up over DeSantis no, right is. now. He is, and not only that, but did you see the latest polling that said even fifty two percent of Democrats do not want Biden to win? I don't understand that dynamic. I don't get it. I don't. Because, you know what? You know, if what's it was going a, on in our country affects everyone, including Democrats. If this was Ali Frazier again coming out for round two of the second, you know, this the second round, you know, uh, she doesn't know who those people are. Okay, well, I do because I just I've been working on the movie, for, the George Foreman movie. Yeah, yeah if, you if, know who they are now. <laughs> you know somebody in the I've seen like world. a boxing movie about six times. And it, yes. There's no way. I mean, Biden is more like Leon Spinks. He's not even a, a Frazier. But uh, if you had. Um, Basically, this next campaign, I don't see how Trump doesn't run over him like a locomotive. I don't get it, but I don't understand the dynamic in the electorate either. Well, what we need to be talking about, the most important thing we need to be talking about right now is making sure, making sure that they don't have the opportunity to cheat again. I know it's not easy. I I, I don't know what we can do about it. We're going to have to start coming up I don't know if with a plan about it. because Eric I am, and Vic, I am telling you guys, if Biden wins again... If Biden wins again, I don't know what other Democrats might run against him. If he wins again, our country will not survive it. We will not survive I mean, who it. Who would have thought we'd be dealing with what we're dealing now with facing the reality of the dollar? Our, Biden, the United States, has pushed these countries yeah. all together, gave them an opportunity. They see Biden as an absolute joke. They know crap is going on here. All of our guests from other countries say their countries literally make fun of the United States now and who is, quote, leading. Yet you have certain people who think that Joe Biden is actually running the show. And he's if, not. And if they know he's not, they're still fine with it being. They're not stupid enough to, to really think that this country is going in a good direction. And they'll tell well, you that... Collins is, by the well, what, He's whatever. He's, a, he's AI. I'm convinced he's not real. He's not real. <laughs> he's AI. He's AI. Drew, do something to he's make us know that you're he's, real. He's a, I know Drew is real. He's I've a bot. Him. But what? <laughs> but, I, but I will. I, you were on a date with him, didn't you? I did not. But oh, in a okay. former. I don't think AI is allowed to say things that dumb. So uh, I don't. Well, think he, he used to AI. live down the street from my for, a, a show I used to have. As a matter of fact, on yeah. Russia and other countries back in the day. He's been right about a lot of this stuff no, we talk oh about, though. God. Oh, let's I'm not sorry. He has. No, he has. Tashara. Anyway, let's subject away. From that. Tim Gardner. I will tell you what. He's a genius. What you the reason why I brought up the Wagner group today is because if we continue in the same path we're going, we could see the Wagner group here on our very own soil. Oh, nice. Fighting our very own military. Yeah. Because it's happened in so many other countries. And if we go the way of Venezuela, which we will, we absolutely will. If, if the Biden regime wins again, we will absolutely be exactly like Venezuela. And there is not a darn thing any of Maybe us can do about it. Maybe we can meet him at Vic's next fish fry. Yeah. Come meet the Wagner group. They're not so bad. Um, and they're, they're, 
I am telling you, you guys are going to hear more about so, them, especially at, when this situation in Sudan. It's just be, this is just the beginning. Of Americans what's going are on in stuck. Sudan. Americans are stuck in Sudan right now. You're going to hear it all over the media today, local, national. You'll see it all over the line. Americans stuck there and they're stuck because there is a civil war going on. Well, it's not a, it's, it is, it is, but it's it is in the of. civil war. Explain the well, what, what happened in Sudan is, is back in the day they had the, uh, their president was Omar al-Bashir. And when he ran the country, he's, um, was a fairly brutal dictator. Some people say, some people say they really liked him, but what happened is two of his generals staged a coup and they took over the country. They ousted him. And these two generals are now fighting for power. So it is one, one, what was a former government general and what is now a current former gen- or current general fighting each other. So there's a civilian group and then there's the, the RSF and then there's the Sudanese army are fighting against each other. And people are getting caught in the crossfire is what's happening. Whenever they, whenever they had the protests in Sudan, when they ousted al-Bashir, 300,000 Sudanese people died. 300,000. There have already been over 500 that have died now, just in the past two weeks, and one American amongst those. And you're going to hear headlines happening over and over and, and over. And it's about so, gold. They're so, fighting over gold. So we, wanted to under, so we wanted you to understand what exactly is happening there. That's why Tabitha did the deep dive on that to get everybody caught up as best as we possibly could. Isn't it a shame how many countries in this world have been destroyed over power, over fighting for the minerals, from the, from the money, beginning of time, gold, and it's almost always over gold it's and human, oil. It's gold human, and oil. It's human nature. It is. It it's is. what happens. It's unfortunate. Which is why we need the aliens to come and save us. <laughs> that's I'm my. Down. That's, it might be our only hope. That's my segue. And apparently, they're in Texas. It, it's not a Friday, free for all paranormal Friday, but we have to. When things happen, we show it to you. Breaking news from Fox News this morning. We've got video. Now, I don't think we can expand the page any what? larger than what we have, but Eric, the Pentagon is now releasing video yeah. of frame by frame what they call one of the most bizarre, unidentified flying objects I wish or I could see it. UA, UAPs yeah. that you're going to see. Now, we'll, the, the video is playing, or we'll play the video and show it frame by frame. And let you take a look at it, but it is coming from particular yeah, just uh, event South Asia MQ9. Uh, looking at another MQ9, and what's highlighted there in that red circle is an object that flies through the screen. Unlike the f- previous one, mm. this one actually shows some really interesting things that everyone thought was truly anomalous to start with. Okay, anomalous. First of all, it's a high-speed like object is anomalous. flying in the field of regard of two MQ9s. Yeah. Second, it appears to have this uh, trail behind it. Okay, that's not good. Right, which at first blush, you would think that looks like a propulsion trail. Yeah, that's right. In reality, uh, if you want to play the first slide, we'll show you what that looks yeah, they like. They don't have propulsion. Time, the first video. So we're looking at that. There it goes. Why don't you play it again and then pause it halfway through? Right there. All right, if you might be able to see that trail there behind it. Yeah. That's actually not a real trail. That is a sensor artifact. Um, uh, Each one of those little blobs is actually a representation of the object as it's moving through. And later in the video, as the the, uh, camera slews, that trail actually follows the direction of the camera, not the direction of the object. 
Oh, wow. Because it's actually round. We it's pulled a these apart frame by frame. We were able to demonstrate that that is essentially a readout uh, overlap of the image. It's a, it's a shadow image, right? It's not real. Further, if you later um, follow this all the way to end, hmm. it starts to resolve itself into that blob that's in that picture in the top left, right? And if you squint, it looks like an aircraft because it actually turns out to be an aircraft. Go ahead and put that on. So you'll see the tail sort of pop out there. And so what you're looking at is, this is in the infrared, this is the heat signature off of the engines of a commuter aircraft that happened to be flying in the vicinity of where those two MQ-9s were at. Why am I showing you this? So the first one that I showed you, we don't have resolved yet, right? That is an unresolved case we are still studying. This one, we can resolve. But this is the kind of data that we have to work with and the type of analysis that we have to do, which can be quite extensive when you have to pull these apart frame by frame. Further, we're now matching all of this with the models of all of those imaging sensors so that I can say... I can recreate this. I can actually show how the sensor is going to respond. All of these sensors don't necessarily respond the way you think they do, especially out in the world and in the field. Okay, you get an idea. That was very interesting. And those, and, and those were, somebody said it looked like a robotic bug. The one that looked like it was a robotic bug was an actual airplane. airplane. Yeah, he, that really was an airplane. The other thing is not an airplane. That has no propulsion system. They have no idea. But it's the one that I told, talked about last week. 52% of the time when somebody reports UFO sighting, that's what they're saying. So where did that camera, what, what camera picked that up? It was on a jet. That camera was on a jet? I believe that's what they said. Okay. And they shot one of these down. Remember the week, the week of the the Chinese balloons. So the they're Chinese toying balloon? with us. They shot one of these they're, down. They're toying with us, so they know what this is. Well, they've been shooting them down. Whether so, they're recovering them or not, I don't know. So the theory is this: from the skeptic on the on the panel here, is that a the government knows exactly what this is. This is where our technology of silicone chips came from. Uh, they we've known about this since 1950, whatever at Roswell, and they need more money now. So what they're doing is they're basically slipping a little bit of information out there so they can go re. You know, I don't. I don't think so. That's that's one thing. And Genie, the airplane, the the plane, the jet did see it. Okay, so if they did shoot one of these down, like Tabitha, they have says, shot many down. Then the 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 jig is up. The cat is out of the bag. The military already knows well, about. Well, they that. claim they can't find them now of course uh, we we can't believe what the yeah, government says uh, they're finding them but the, the government one thing about tabitha is them. that what is a pr- impressive is she can be her own point and counterpoint if they shot it down the u.s military can find the damn thing well if they shot it down would, they know they think they can pinpoint this with great accuracy but with GPS. but think about this we don't know what it is we don't know what its capabilities but they are. do so what if i'm they saying shoot is it down maybe it has uh, some type of defense system where they can't find my, it my question to know. this guy showing this thing would be Tabitha Hassel says you guys shot one of these down and you know exactly what it is. Why are you giving us the dog and pony show of some I believe they know what it is. I believe they have recovered. Then why them. are they so giving us the dog and pony because show? Because they're not going to tell us the truth. They will not tell because us the why? truth. Because they don't want us to know, Eric. They because don't why? want us to know. You already know why. We Look could, at no, Roswell. They claim it never happened. Look at all there was an incident in Missouri, I think it was near Cape Girardeau, and they say it never happened, but yet the people who live on this farm so we're basically, have given testimony so that it did. Through omission again, the government or whoever this guy was that was showing this is lying to us for a reason what's the reason i think they all lie to us because why well this first of all that guy is he's a very he's a big critic 
of UFOs, even though he's on this board. He's also a big critic. But I also believe our government is never going to tell us the truth because it was cause, it would cause mass chaos. But the other part of the equation is is they are telling us to some degree the truth. They, we we know more point. now uh, by government officials, by Pentagon, that we've ever heard before. We have people speaking out that would have never spoken out before. We And I think they are telling us. We just have the Pentagon saying there might be a mothership in our galaxy sending down probes. They don't think these are manned. Even, it, but just remember, anomalous, even the quote critic to UFOs said there's no doubt it's anomalous. No answers. So they had like no, this, the guy that is the foremost critic in the country. That's the problem. Says it's so then they don't they didn't shoot anything down. No, well they definitely have shot them down. But do you do you did you hear whenever the the week of the Chinese balloon and they were seeing all of these different objects? Did you hear the voice recorder of one of the pilots mm-hmm. and not the one for the balloon, but the one who when they shot down the object yeah, that what looked did like he this? Say? I remember hearing. He things. said it has no propulsion system. Yeah, he's like I don't know. Neither what is it is a balloon. I don't know what it is. But they but he said it's not a balloon. But I don't know what it is. One of them shattered into glass when they shot it down over alaska uh one of them was this spherical object that they shot down they said it was metallic and it had no propulsion system we are shooting these things down the reason why is because they're they're afraid that that they're going to cause problems with our national security so they are shooting them down and you're seeing these things over conflict zones like we always have yeah but it's just new that they're starting to shoot them down Hmm. and so what we have to start thinking about is let's say these are probes coming from some mothership let's just let's hope they're probes and that they're not manned and with some sort of manned. creature because I we're know. killing somebody's family and they're going to be pissed <laughs> i'm kind and of they're going to the show up exactly with the mothership I'm, exactly and they're going to pay mm. us back because I'm, over all these years nothing i mean now there are abductions but think about this when you have an abduction they typically put people back in their own bed and they wipe their memory <laughs> i mean they, they haven't exactly been mean to us so what, what's going to happen if we aggravate them we start shooting this is the first time we've started shooting if them we down. aggravate them don't pick at your scab <laughs> it'll get infected yeah. um, we don't know what we're dealing uh, with and did you hear what happened to the cows over the weekend oh god oh no here we go was that was that something that's extraterrestrial i mean it's did they a, jump over the moon such a strange story that was good come on i didn't hear it, <laughs> it was well, oh did they jump over the moon the yeah because she's talking about extraterrestrial yeah. what did they do this time there was a dozen cows found i believe it was in texas yeah. and all of these cows now think about this it was one cow <laughs> From different herds. This was not the same herd of cow, not even in the same location. I need 17 family of cow in my It was like a dozen or so cows that they found with their their tongue surgically removed, along with one half of their face, their hide on one face. And no, it was surgically removed. And they said it was very precise, the cuts Mm. were. But what was interesting, it wasn't like 12 cows on one farm. Mm. It was one cow Mm -hmm. from like 12 different herds of cows. It's very strange. And and it's being investigated. They have no idea why anyone would do this, why it happened. There's no explanation. And and there wasn't a single drop of blood found at the scene. So they found these cows surgically. Well, then why they die? Their tongue surgically you can stay removed. Alive. You can stay alive with a. Were they uh, dead? The blood well, was. They, well, no, they, it was. There was, was no blood. It was somewhere else there. Apparently, the, you know how you, they talk about animals having their blood sucked Beam out. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. There was no blood left, hmm. and half of the hide on one side of their face was gone, and their tongues surgically cut. It's a very straight. 
and people can say, well, it was a cult. It was this, it was that. I mean, was but why would they, why wouldn't they, if it was a cult, why wouldn't they just kill six, Chupacabras 12 eat cows, cow tongue. And, and from one cow from each herd, from many herds. <laughs> the, whatever happened, happened on many different yes. farms, not just one It was farm. a Chupacabra and a Sasquatch and, having a party. And allegedly this all happened the same night? All in the same night. They do like the cows. So it was overnight when it was dark. That's what I'm told. That bovine blood is good for aliens. But how strange is that? that Along, is, no, that's as bizarre as it can. It's in one area. Uh, it's in one area. So it could technically be done by a group or people. But why would they... It, maybe it was Skinwalker. Doesn't it seem to you like maybe it's somebody who's do, conducting an experiment? Or a ghost? Todd says it also happened in Missouri. Um, say what? I did not know that. And when and details, please, uh, would love to hear that. Because and it's on the news. Anyone can read the story. We're making fun because we're scared. So just don't. Just, just, <laughs> Maybe that's. That, well, I don't want it to happen. Just, to we're me. just making fun of you because we're we're nervous. No, Paranormal Friday kind of bled into no pun intended into Monday. Oh, that was very. Now that was a good one. Thank you. Was, I'm on fire today. Yeah, you are jumping over moons and blood. I need I to like drink it. more. Yeah, they said it happened Shots. in Ellsbury. <laughs> Come on, man. No, it is. It is. It's. It's a scary thing. It it's, really and is. It's, unex, it's unexplainable. But mm-hmm. I haven't heard yet if there's any footage did anyone have cameras I, i'm assuming not you know what though it but why it, is it always the cows have you noticed that it's always the cows. Yeah, leave were, the cows alone yeah where are the pigs do they do the pigs are they it's probably monkeys? the government experimenting how they're going to make more cellular based meat and leaving it out in the middle of a field yeah and they left the rest of the carcass on the field mm, that sucks but it, it's like it's like all these stories that we say like that, this one. How it's, could you do it undetected? There's no difference. Leave not a drop of blood at the there scene. There is no difference between cows getting detongued and de-blooded and left in a field. Then why is the Obama or why is the Obama Why is the Biden administration letting millions of people over the border? No, you said you it can't right. get a damn answer on any of these Eric, things. You said it right the first time. I know. Back to COVID. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I, I want answers to these things. Okay. I really do. I well, want then answers. why don't you bring some damn answers in here? You come up with all I the... Don't, I don't have the answers. I would the like riddle. to know It's like your, your, your new are. nickname is The Riddler. The Riddler. Your new nickname is The Riddler. <laughs> it's like you set up these riddles that we don't know the answers to. I, I would and then like you to just, know... Th- you just frustrate us. I would love to know the answers. And, and I, I thought about it all night trying to make sense of it. The only thing I can think of <laughs> is that somebody was trying to take samples. Yes. From different herds in that region for some strange reason. But yes. overnight, when nobody else would know, and somehow, some way, no blood on the ground anywhere. You know, I, I mean, that would be very difficult it, to it's, do. It's impossible. It would be very difficult Unless to it's do. done in a supernatural way that we know nothing Unless about. they removed the cow from the farm. And brought the cow back. And then brought the cow back. And even then, it would be difficult. I mean, it's the strangest story. But there have been so many strange stories when it comes to cows. <laughs> it's a chick- like, what's uh, with the cow? It's a Chick-fil-A marketing ploy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like why, why are bands like Rihanna successful? It's like, I know they're successful, but I don't know why they're successful, because that makes no sense. <laughs> this world makes no sense to me. It's like I was... Watching, uh, well, I was asking my girlfriend this weekend, what, what, you want to go see who? Some country star, uh, what's his name? Uh, who does Tennessee whiskey? What's his name? I can't remember. Well, who cares? And I go, all right, you want to go see this guy? And I was watching YouTube videos. It's so damn boring. And I had, I go, let me show you something. So I brought on Van Halen, the Yes Festival back in 1982. I go, why aren't there bands like this anymore? Yeah, but Chris Stapleton's good, buddy. Chris Stapleton's good? Yeah, that's who sings the song, man. You had to look it up. 
I knew who sang it. You did? Yeah. Why do people buy tickets to that? I, get, I mean, I, I'll, take you, I'll go down to the Jazz Bistro and watch that. Yeah, you? but he's got a great, great voice. Oh, boy. Okay. See, that, there you go. I have no idea. Do you think it's possible that I'm, we we really carry out this cellular... You ever cellular... see ACDC for those about to rock tour? Why isn't there tours like that anymore? I don't know. Come on, man. What are you going to say, Tabitha? I, I'm wondering if we as we carry out this cellular-based meat deal so Oh, here far, we go again. That maybe... Because I, I believe that aliens are actually future humans that have figured out time travel, and they come back. To see the, and that's why they're over conflict zones because it's like their history class trying to figure out what we did to destroy our country <laughs> and why this. they had to move on to some other galaxy. You know what? Look, and and pro Joe's agreeing with yeah, me that right. it, it's possible. And so I'm wondering if future, get George Nori on the phone. We got to get Tabitha. I would love spot. to talk to George Nori. I'm wondering if future humans also use cellular based meat, so they have to come back every once in a while and get the cells from the cow to go back to their planet or their galaxy. You lost Eric to harvest <laughs> more. Cellular Base meat. Look, Eric's feet down. He can't even lift his head. Well, but, but think about it. If, if you have your, I'm Man. not a proponent of cellular. I agree meat, with you, Tab. But I'm you right don't with you. need a farm. You could be on a spaceship. I'll tell you what. And grow a here's cow. A comp- here's a compromise. And not need a real cow. Here's a compromise. <laughs> there, this wasn't real food, but if you bring back soy burgers and square pizza from my elementary school days, I know that wasn't square real food. <laughs> then I'm in because those those little soy burgers were amazing. <laughs> Amen, brother. What so a great you know what I'm talking you. about? So that's, a great, yeah. that's, that's a great way to end the show on this April 24th. Oh, this is over now? With Thank God. <laughs> school lunch pizza. Yeah. Tomorrow. If the kids only knew. Here, can I do the promo for tomorrow? Yeah. Join us Tuesday as Tabitha Hassel comes to the table and tells us what the hell we've been talking about for the last two years as she answers all of your questions. <laughs> but you know only what? Only on cancelthis.com. The listeners Cancel know more than I do. Dot com. Whatever. Hey, guys, we appreciate you jumping in today. Special thanks with Mark Joe as well for joining us. OmenCoffeeCo.com. Yes. OmenCoffeeCo.com. If you guys know of anybody else we should be interviewing, let us know. We'll do our best to get in contact with them and, of course, bring you that original content. Uh, go to CancelTheShow.com. We love it when you do. We appreciate the donations. They help with everything that we've got going on as well. Plus, you can also uh, send us stars. We love it. For Lizzie Sparks, who's taking care of the chat line, we're trying to get her back in studio when we can get that laptop it's up we just got to figure that out over there pro joe scotty gherkins alongside today believe it or not he's making sure everything was going smooth how did it how did your first day on kc go buddy it's today oh it's today that's and people can listen from two to six he's excited scotty gherkin from two to six today kc nine to five eric johnson tab of the hassle i'm vic faust have a great day as always guys